Hello? Oh, hi. My name's Tom, and I'm the host of The Best Show. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? Are you good, Tom? I am good. Are you sure you're good, Tom? Yeah, I think I am sure I'm good. You're really sure you're sure you're good, Tom? Yes, I'm super sure I'm good. It's the best show, and I'm here on a Tuesday night getting to do the show for everybody. I don't know. You don't sound a hundred percent. Look, is anybody a hundred percent? Truly a hundred percent? I don't know if I'm a hundred percent. I don't have, have I ever been a hundred percent? Well, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm where I'm at. I think I'm doing pretty good. Well, if you're not a hundred percent, Tom, what are you? I don't know, eighty-three? That's pretty high, actually, for me. Look, why haven't you started the show yet, Tom? Cause you're talking to me. I don't even know who you are. What is this? You know who I am, Tom. First of all, it makes me uncomfortable when you keep saying my name also. I don't like that so much. Okay, I won't say your name like I said it. Tony. Well, I didn't want you to call me Tony. My name's Tom. Have it your way, Tom. Why don't you start the show, Tom? Fine, it's the best show! The topic. One song days. What are the songs you listen to all day? And why? Call! Sitting on 
It's the best show. Hi. Hey, everyone. It's the best show uh, here on a beautiful August evening, a hot August night. If Neil Diamond was here, he'd say, Jesus Christ, Fanny Bryce. Because it's a hot August night. In 2017, here with you, the listeners to the best show, welcome. Hi. How's it going? The phone number, 201-3-323484. That is the phone number to call the best show. And we've got a fun show for you tonight. Fun show. Get ready. You ready for a fun show? I'm ready for a fun show. So let's have one. Tonight we are talking about one song days. Now what's a one song day? Oh, it's a... You ever have a day and you just play a song over and over and you just can't stop playing it? What? Uh, no, I don't want that. Mike's not here tonight. We are. Mike is on assignment. And I don't want that. I want. Okay, dude. I knew. But see, this is. How about? Can I get the 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 water, the Poland Spring thing, please? I tell you. Mike probably uh, true duty of some money to get it wrong. He's got a diet Dr. Pepper and sound like I'm going to have a, a, a headache. Thank you, Dudio. Thank you. You're sweetheart. Sweet guy. Got the drink wrong with sweet guy. Pat, you're a little late, uh, slow on the draw there. Thank you. Sweet, another sweet guy. Are you guys going to order pizza tonight? Already, oh, look at this. So efficient. Pizza's already on its way. So, yeah, so one song day is one of those days where you just keep playing the same song over and over, and maybe it's helping you get over being sad or maybe it's helping you get mad maybe it's helping you somehow and you just don't know how but it's doing that so let's hear your what are your the songs you play when it's a a one song day for you but the song we just heard we just heard a song from Sweet Knives you know Sweet Knives Used to be Lost Sounds. Uh, and uh, Alicia is in Sweet Knives. Got Rich in, in Sweet Knives. Used to be in uh, Lost Sounds. One of the uh, J. Riatard bands. They were such a great band. And Sweet Knives is currently a great band. And guess what? That's from their album. That's a song called Rat in the City. 
Got a sneak peek at that. Sweet Knives are on tour. You should go see them. Nashville. This Friday, Nashville. Fond object. Saturday, Cincinnati. MO, the Motor Pub. Sunday, August 6th, Columbus, Ohio, Ace of Cups. Monday, August 7th, Cleveland. Now that's class. Tuesday, Union Pool, New York City, with big eyes. Wednesday, Baltimore, at Joe Squared. That's Wednesday, August 9th. Thursday, August 10th, Richmond, Virginia, Strange Matter. Friday, August 11th, Asheville. At Mothlight, and then Saturday, August 12th, Atlanta at the Earl. Sweet Knives, great band. I've, I saw them in Nashville last year. They were great. And you should see them now and get their, find out about their record. I'm not sure when the record's out, but they have singles out that are really good. So do that. The phone number, 201-332-3484. No Mike tonight. Mike is on assignment. So who's screening out there? Studio's got it. We'll see. This is this is do or die for Mike. I tell you. This is really going to make him, uh, if Dudio can deliver on this, it's bad news, man. Bad news for, uh, for Mike. But maybe Mike shows his, his, his metal now. Shows what he does. Only one way to find out. Best show. Hey, Tom. Hi, yes, hi. Welcome to the best show. Hey, Tom, it's Stephen Cook in Halifax. Stephen in Halifax. What's up in Halifax tonight, Stephen? Well, not too much. I'm just sitting here in a hospital bed in an orthopedic ward listening to the show. Wait, you're in the hospital? Yeah. Why? Why are you in the hospital? I uh, had a scooter crash. Oh, no. What happened? Uh, just sort of to avoid a big black SUV and hit the curb and went uh, tumbling onto the grass and hit hard. And what, what's the di- diagnosis for your, uh, for your, for your, for your, uh, what's your foot? Foot, elbow, uh, yeah, right foot, right elbow, left wrist. Oh no. Are you in a lot I'm of doing pain? good. You in pain right now? Nah. What you nope. have for, what you have for dinner? Pudding? <laughs> um, some sort of meatball without sauce. Oh, mmm, that sounds delicious. <laughs> so you had no. uh, Canadian meatballs. Yeah, steamed you, cauliflower. Are you are you just jacked up on pain pills now? Well, you know what people are saying that, but no, I'm I'm I was a straight edge kid, so I'm kind of cruising uh, on Tylenol. If you can believe that, uh, no, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I had a really good surgeon. I've got lots of metal in my in my joints now. How long are you in the hospital for there, Chief? Well, uh, I've been in since last Friday, 
And so it's almost, it's been over, or not last Friday, it's been over uh, like 10 days, I guess. Oh, no, like you've been in for a while. Yeesh. Yeah. Hoping to go home in the next couple of days. I hope so, too. And one thing I will say to you is, uh, when you get out, right? You know what I'm doing. <laughs> of the hospital. <laughs> Stay off your scooter on the street. <laughs> you got run over in the street. <laughs> Just watch out. Just be safe. Huh? Um, well, I'm, well, I'm not going to be riding on a scooter in a while. I'm going to be home propped up on the couch listening to my best show box and watching old movies. Good. Yeah, that's what you should do. Watching old movies. Like, what? It's an old movie you're going to watch. What? Dracula? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I, I kind of want to go on an Edward G. Robinson kick. Yeah, she. Right? Exactly. You should watch that one. Yeah, she. His best movie. That's all of them. Is, uh. Yeah, she. And then there's <laughs> a really good, uh, one, uh, J, J, James Cagney new movie called You Dirty Rat, which you should not miss, also. No. It's, uh,. These are these are the classics. These are the classics. They're pretty great. They really are great. Minor, minor trivia note: Apparently, the the Jimmy Cagney movie, The Public Enemy. You know that one? I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch that junk. It's um, yeah. He was based on a Chicago gangster that apparently my grandfather knew in real life. So. And that was like top of the world, ma. <laughs> Is that that one? Not, uh, not that one. You darn it, Brad. Public Enemy is the one where he shoves a grapefruit in his girlfriend's face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great guy. Fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun friends. Um, well, look. I'm glad you're okay. Stay safe, Chief. Get off Thanks. And I do have a song for the topic, the old day song. Well, let's hear it. Um, it's, it's a bit sad, so I'm not going to get too much into the details, but, uh, sometimes you listen to, you listen to a sad song over and over again. Everybody's done that where you just play it over and over and you just keep listening to it and you just keep hitting rewind and you keep hitting repeat or whatever, however you're listening to it. You move the needle again. You do whatever yep. it is to hear it again. Well, in this case, it was in 1987, 30 years ago this spring. And I was in university, I was in, I think, my second year of mm -hmm. college, and um, I lost my best friend uh, to a strange disease that nobody could figure out, and uh, I just remember the day after she passed away, I uh, I just played, I kept playing Husker Du's cover of Eight Miles High over and over and over and over again. I just, I just, it was this, uh, uh, what's that, what, the primal scream, it was like my primal scream moment, sure. of just wailing, wailing to Eight Miles High by Husker Du. That's a good one. That's a cathartic song. Oh my gosh, it's ever the best cover song I can think of. That's a great one. That's a great way to start the start the topic. I appreciate it. And look, you get better, okay? I will, Tom. I'm rooting for you, Chief. Yep, and uh, you know the, the scooter is uh, the scooter is actually going to be okay. My girlfriend rode it home from the accident scene, and uh, it's got a few scuffs on it, so I'm just going to cover those up with best show stickers. Very nice. That's how it always works. Scooter's fine. You're you're all messed up. <laughs> exactly. All right. You take care, buddy. Thanks, Tom. Mate. Good guy. Good guy.
What do you think of these callers, Dudio? You're bringing, uh, well, and, and what do you think you're doing differently? You hear Mike take the calls. Sure. Mm. Great. He's making sure that they have a good phone quality. That's important. Maybe it's not that hard. Maybe I'll start screening calls for the show. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. It's Sam from Dallas. What's your name now? Sam. S-A-M. Sam from Dallas. What's up in Dallas tonight, Sam? It's, uh... It's a lovely evening. I'm waiting for the rain to come. It's been a little hot the last couple of days, so we're looking forward to it. You need that rain, huh? Rolling need and that break. rain. You break is it is it is it humid? Does it get humid? No, uh, it's just hot. You know, it's not. It's not that bad. No, it's not like Houston. Houston gets real humid. Now look, you can say this, Sam. You're in Dallas. How far away is Houston? About three hours. Yeah, it's about three hours. I'd say. You you hate. You think the people in Houston are what? Animals? You think they're animals, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's being generous, probably. So you're being generous. As a resident of Dallas, you think of just the, <laughs> do an impression of the average person from Houston as, as um, far as you see it. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm from Houston. And Dallas, Dallas would be more like the way you're talking. Um, hi. I feel like I'm being baited here a little bit. No, I'm just trying to get to the. I'm trying to find out how you see the. No, in all in all in all honesty, I think Houstonians are are probably uh, better than Dallasites. Um, I think they can Dallasites. (laughs) That's not what you're called. Yeah, Dallasites. Dallasites. Yeah, it's not. What else would it be? I don't know, but that needs, that feels like it needs to be rethought. <laughs> there are a lot of things about Dallas that need to be rethought. So, what leads you to the best show tonight, Sam? So, I've got a couple, well that, that seemed a little twangy on your end, Tom. What did? <laughs> uh, How the I way said you your said name? my name just now. What? Sam. <laughs> Isn't that your name? That's fair. That is my name. What did you have for dinner tonight? Let me see what you had. Did you? Uh, where did you eat it tonight? At, uh, did you? Uh, you must have had some sort of some sort of biscuit <laughs> based meal. I'm assuming. <laughs> no, no biscuit tonight. Unfortunately, my my wife cooked a couple uh, chicken thighs, and we ate that with pesto and uh, some broccoli. It was lovely. You tried this pesto. <laughs> Have y'all tried this pesto we got here? It's this green stuff. Looks disgusting. <laughs> I'm telling you, try it. You put some of this pesto on the chicken thighs. I'm telling you. I was talking to my friend Sam. He did it. <laughs> so you had okay. So guys, so guys, yes. what, what do you have Think for the topic? Right. So I've got I've got two songs. The first one's pretty standard. The second one might be a little uh, weirder. So the first one is, uh, there's a version of David Bowie's Queen B-slur um, on his live say it. Just BBC say it. session. Just say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Just say it. I'll say it if you say it. 
I'm not going to say it. I'm yeah, so I'm not going to say it either. Kidding? <laughs> My mommy hears me say that. I'm grounded. I won't be able to do next week's show. But you can so say it. Th- that's the first one. There's so one it's on, the song. It's, it's the David Bowie song. Queen. It's Queen Bitch, the David Bowie song. Okay. All right. Yeah, Queen yeah. Bitch. There was his Velvet Underground uh <laughs> type song, which I'm saying that's the that's what, how he he referred to that song. I've never thought of it that way, but it makes sense. Well, he thought of it that way when he wrote it. Okay, <laughs> he was very he's very oh very open about how that song was uh, the you uh, reference. So so you play that, and what what version are you playing in that? So it's a, it, there's a BBC live recording yes. with him and the the uh, the spiders from Mars. Yeah. Um, and it's just the coolest version of that song. It is. I know exactly I'm, what you're talking about. Yeah, it is awesome. So, and and what, what's the mood that would make you play that song over and over? Like you, because uh, I mean, everybody's got a different thing. Sometimes you, you're down, you need to get up. Sometimes you're down and you want something that matches how low you feel. Yeah, I, so I relate it to um, riding the bus to school when I was in, in – uh, I guess it was high school and just feeling really low and like I needed some sort of motivation to get through the day. Sure. And I'll probably listen to that song, you know, conservatively 20 times uh, to and from school on the bus. Wow. And it just. How frequently? Really got. What's that? How frequently would you listen to it? There was probably, there was probably a, like a two month span where I was, I was doing that every day. Wow. That's, yeah. that's a, you, that song carried a lot of meaning for you. A lot of weight. Yeah. Very important song to me. I hear you. So then the second song, I don't want to take up too much of your time now. No, look, I'm talking to you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when you're turfing out. Don't All right, worry. Wonderful. So second song, a little weirder. I don't know how familiar you are with Roger Miller. I know some Roger Miller songs. What song? So uh, it happened recently that I had some trouble at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, just some, you know, really getting me down at the office, making me stay late hours and really hated my job. And so I would listen to the theme from Robin Hood as sung by Roger Miller. This is the oodle Oodalali golly, what a day. Okay. From the Walt Disney movie. From the, yeah, Walt Disney from the 70s. Now, did he do, what songs did he do in that? Bare Necessities? Is that him? Uh, I, I don't think that's him. Who is that? that? That's, um, him. that's that guy with the real deep voice. So Roger that. Miller did the, the one with the whistling that the rooster sings at the okay. beginning. Yeah, so you would listen to that over and over. Over and over. And what, I, what I would mean, be, what were the circumstances of that one? How did that oh song, man, how did that it song was bad. Go? It was really bad. So my, uh, I started a new job, not going into too much detail. It, it was much more than I had signed on for. And they sort of, uh, sprung it on me. So I had no choice but to sit at my desk and do my job for 10 to 14 hours every day. And, uh, you know, that song's probably two minutes long at at most. Mm-hmm. So I'm you know, thinking back on it. Yeah. Uh, a little scary, huh? It's a little, it's a 
deep <laughs> dive. Scary. A little scary with that deep dive. <laughs> Cry for help. A little bit. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Let's just, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't tell my wife about it uh, for the first, let's say, week that that was happening. Um, just like not about the job, the job issues, but uh-huh. about the listening to Oodalali. To where you're like, uh, honey, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you know, Robin Hood, the cartoon Robin Hood. Yeah, I listen to this one song from it on an endless loop, and it seems to be the only. It seems to be the only thing uh, connecting me to uh, yeah. the living world right now. Is this song? I think you got the accent down pretty good. Well, now I'm not even doing the accent. Oh no! Now I'm just becoming you. Oh, oh no! My oh my! A hot, uh, a hot Dallas morning, right? Yeah. I'll yeah, have right. two Texas toasts and a black coffee and uh, a little bit of OJ also. You wouldn't you wouldn't extend it to orange juice? You'd, you'd shorten it. If you're in Texas? You, no, you would. I oh, would say fair. orange yeah, juice. I wouldn't think I'm about being it like you that. now. Golly. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you for the call. <laughs> you have a Thanks grand so. evening. All right, you too. Bye. Yeah, songs. We we'll all listen to them. Pat, he left. Ugh. Got bored and left. Oh, sorry. What am I supposed to do? Uh, a firework display here? Keep him excited? So do a, a dance number? Well, when he comes back, ask him if he has a, one of these one one if he's ever had a one song day. And how about you, Dudio? Have you ever had one? All right. Well, you can tell us about it later. Best show. Hi. Hello, Tom. This is Quentin in Los Angeles. How are you tonight? I'm well, Quentin, in Los Angeles. What part of Los Angeles are you in, Quentin? Uh, kind of the outskirts. I'm in a little town called Monterey Park. Okay. Monterey yeah, yeah. Park. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, cool. what do you got? Yeah. Quinn? Well, I, I actually, first, uh, is the uh, box set uh, rule still in effect, or is that worn out its welcome? Buddy, you bought the box set. You want to know about the 30-second period of grace? Is that what you want to know? Yeah, that it's all yours. Is great. It's, it's all Perfect. yours, Quentin. <laughs> I actually bought two boxes. Well, but, you yeah. got forty-five seconds. I'm not going to just double it. <laughs> okay, minutes. it's real quick, anyways. I wasn't going to take up the thirty seconds. Well, first off, I just wanted to thank you uh, when you and uh, John were out here on the tour. Uh, I got you to sign the show poster and. Having a strange name, I kind of always just tell people like not to worry about spelling my name. Mm-hmm. But you insisted on spelling my name. Well, that's... And uh, I'm super glad that you did that. Because <laughs> you just Cause were it's... worried it was going to be a thing, and you didn't want me to yell at you. Yeah, well, I wasn't afraid of you yelling at me. I kind of wanted you to yell at me. 
But uh, no, it's just I've had so many people, you know, try to guess it, and then it just gets kind of embarrassing because mine's spelled differently than any other famous Quinton. But uh, it's either so that's the first. But it's Quinton. It's Quinton, so it has like an O N at the end. So it's like Quintron, but strike the R. Well, see, cool people who are in the know would be able to do that. But I'd say, uh, uh, Mister, guess um, what's your name? Um, just uh, <laughs> Mister Quintron. Strike the M R and the and the second R, and then you got it. Oh, yeah, I think I, I think I'll do that from now on. I think that I'll, I'll have a high success rate with that. I think you will. It'll be it'll be my yeah. Uh, the second thing I wanted to mention. I know the thirty seconds is up, but uh, my my reasoning for my one song day might be a little sad, so I want to temper that with the fact that um, I know a lot of people call and say that the best show has helped through dark times, so I'm not going to do that one. But I'm going to go ahead and say that it's actually made better times like even better. I remember listening the night before my wedding to calm my nerves, listening to Jock Squad. So I just wanted to share that little buoyant, happy thought. And you listen to it over and over? <laughs> Actually, I probably did. Yeah, that you want to call. know what Quinton? <laughs> You've cashed out your two uh, box sets worth of time. Now yes, you're uh, now you're uh, out of the nest, uh, little 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 bird. So whatever <laughs> happens from here on, sink uh, sink or swim, you're on your own. But All I right. have a good feeling about future calls from you. You're gonna just do just fine. <laughs> well, I will definitely call uh, in future. I'm always. This is actually the first time that I've felt like I had something to say about a topic. I've been listening for quite some time, but uh, I think I got this topic. Well, so. I got this. So you think the top? So you would say the topics are not good or relatable? <laughs> and that that's a, no, I just felt like so I didn't go, have no. I'm just, on, I'm just trying to keep uh, track of uh, <laughs> c- customer satisfaction. Your F topics. Quinton gives to- the topics an F. Uh, why? Unrelatable. <laughs> there was only one I felt I could even remotely contribute to. Fair well, enough. No, I just look. I didn't feel my we're like five guys to be on par. It's like five guys. Uh, uh, customer is always right. Can you imagine you go to five? Do you have that in California? Five guys. We do actually. I've never been there. Five though. guys. It's like first of all, it's going to be five guys with uh, with uh, heart trouble. Based on the 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 sludge they're serving there, right? It's gonna be yeah. five guys on cholesterol medicine. medicine. <laughs> but they have these they, they, customers always right, really. So I gotta some some slob coming in for some burger is I gotta assume they're right. You're you're right. I want this thing with the, oh, oh, you're right, and and you're behind the counter going, you're not right. You're not right. It's a, I work here all day. You don't know what you're doing. I've looked at the menu 10,000 times. You're not, oh no, you're right. You're always right. And then they're dropping their peanut shells on the floor. (laughs) I'm telling you, five guys. Every time I see a five guys go out of business, I don't root for any business to go under. But every time I see five guys go on there and I see something else in its place, I'm like, you know what? As long as there's another business in there and people are getting paid, they, they might, that might have been an upgrade. <laughs> All right, Quinn. So you're saying don't go out of my way to go to a five guys? No, you do what you want. You do what you want. You want five guys, you go eat five guys. 
but just uh, heart healthy. Eat five, guys. Yeah, eat five. Okay, goodbye. You're you're out of here. So maybe you don't know, or maybe you do know. Last week on the best show, very exciting. Joe Mandy in studio, national touring act comedian Joe Mandy. I qu- he witnessed it. I quit Twitter on the show. I quit it. I quit my Twitter account. Gave Dudio and Pat my password. They changed it, shut me out of it. I have not looked at Twitter all week. I'm out. They're running the the account that's at Sharpling. They're running it now. They run that. I don't. I can't even look at Twitter no more. You guy go if I went there it would say sign in. I can't sign in. I ain't got no password. I'm telling you this though. I was on that thing for nine years probably, Twitter. Was I good at it? Yeah, I was. Was I the best? Eh, probably. Was it killing me? Yes. I hated it. Just think about this site. Just drains people. Basically, this thing is only good for people to scream at each other. Uh, for all people to scream on it, including the president. He screams at people on it. That's all it is. It's a platform for the president, the most powerful person on the planet, to scream at people. I don't want that. Get screamed at by everyone on it. Oh, from the pre- all the way from the president all the way down. You get screamed at. You get screamed at by the president on it. You get screamed at to someone with two followers and three tweets. They can all scream at you, and they all do. I don't know. I think I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking to rebuild myself. You know what I mean? I'm looking to looking to rebuild myself. I haven't missed it. The only the only times I I felt the urge to like reflexively reach for my phone to go to Twitter was when oh when I thought of some dumb pun. Oh, that's a tweet. I'm just like oh I'm not on Twitter anymore, and that joke sucked anyway. It just was like math. It just, I might as well write, write two plus three equals five. Simple math, but just with, with comedy instead of numbers. That's all Twitter is. I'm out. Join me, won't you? Reclaim your life. I'm trying to reclaim mine one little piece at a time. I don't remember when Twitter became mandatory, but I'm out. I'm telling them it's not mandatory, and I'm telling myself it's not mandatory. Out. Look, I'm one weekend, and I'm fine. Best show. Hey, Tom. Yes, hi, welcome to the best show. Hi, this is uh this is Josh from Atlanta. 
Josh from Atlanta, or as some call it, Hotlanta. Oh, don't call it that, please. Where are you calling from? Peachtree Street. Say again? Peachtree Street. Oh, I wish. I wish I was... uh... From one I of wish these I was 38 well, Peachtree well Streets? I wish lot. I was well off to, to be in Peachtree Street. But there's a lot of Peachtree Streets down there, right? There are. There are. There's uh, Peachtree Industrial. There's uh, Peachtree Street. There's uh, probably a couple other peach trees. I can't even off from the top of my head. When's the last time you ate a peach, Josh? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, just it's been chomped, a while since I ate a peach. Just chomped a uh, fresh Georgia peach. <laughs> That's a tough one. I'm more of a nectarine fan. Nah. But, yeah, peaches are around. I heard South Carolina has the best peaches. You know, uh, there was this one song by the presidents of the United States of America which dealt with uh, the peach issue. Um, I heard about that one. It's worth investigating if uh, you and the best show audience don't know. <laughs> Uh, the song, the, that's the band that did the uh, song Lump. I should have done a song like that, Lump. Those guys, those guys are just buying, they, they have their pick of the, whatever jet ski they want at the jet ski store. They got that Lump money. Where's my Lump money, Josh? Right? You know, I, I don't know. You, you gotta write about some produce or something. I don't, I don't know really. I gotta write, I did write a song and then those rats at Google stole it. I heard about that too. Come on y'all, it's time to have fun. And I met, I met a guy at Google a couple months ago and told him about it. And I should have followed, I should have followed, I should have got his name and followed up on it and said, here, listen to this clip. You tell me you didn't steal from me, you rat. <laughs> right? You rat. When do I get mine? So, when, mean, do, when do I get mine? Did you get a reply? No, I ain't get nothing. The guy went, oh, 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 oh. Guy bum rushed the lunch. Heard, I heard I heard enough, hey, let me, let me talk, talk right now, Josh. Let me talk. The, the daddy's okay. talking. I'm sorry, Tom. That's all right. Uh, and we'll, we're going to have a nice conversation, but for this contraption to get up in the air, I got to, uh, gets to get it off the runway. So I was having a nice meal with a, with a friend of mine. And then this guy, this guy sees us and he knows my friend. I don't know this guy from a hole in the wall. Oh, hey. He sits down cause he knows the other guy. Is the other guy famous? Yeah, he is. Has he been on the best show? Yes, many times. Would you know him from a variety of things? Absolutely. Will I give his name? No, I won't. So, <laughs> so this guy's sitting down. He sits down. Oh, hey, I haven't seen you in so long. Blah, blah, blah. I work at I work Google. And he was so... Oh. So boring. And then I finally said to him, yeah, now you rats stole a thing from me. Anyway, I was not having a good time talking to this guy. I'm like, I'm going to put this guy in the hot seat. I'm going to make him sweat a little bit. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. You know what, though? 
That guy's got jet ski money. Where's my where's my lump money? Where's my jet ski money? Presidents of the United States roll into a jet ski store. They don't even ask how much a jet ski costs. <laughs> they just lay it down on the table. They just say, yeah, I'll take that one and that one. I'll take two jet skis today. So, uh, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call, Josh? Oh, man, I I, I don't even know. Like, uh, I've been a fan for a very long time. That's sweet. I heard the topic. I thought I might call in. One song days. One song days. What's this? And that is songs you've listened to over and over. You can't shut it off. You keep playing it again and again. What What's a song that that was uh, that for you, Josh? Well, like for me, I don't know. It, it's been it's, it's in spurts, right? So it's not like day in, day out, or anything like that. Try to work the but, word spurts uh, out of your vocabulary. I mean, just, just the what uh, now? Just try not to say the word spurts. Is uh, sounds like you're very comfortable <laughs> with it. All right, I'll, I'll work it out. Yeah, uh, but like, um, all right, so. Uh, this is a band called Japan Droids. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Oh, I know them. Uh, Sovereignty was one of their songs. I've heard, yeah. I've heard that song and I couldn't stop playing it. It, it felt, you know, it's like, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, just something like, I felt like I'd need to walk really quick listening to it, uh, you know, get busy doing something. I don't know, but it's also kind of sweet and sad at the same sure. time. I got gotcha. you. So. Okay. Japandroids and uh, what other songs? Yeah, Any Pandroids, other ones come to mind? Uh, yeah, Radiohead, All I Need. And I know, like, I listened to this song. I was in the studio one time, and I was uh, I was listening to this song, and I kept on hitting repeat. I thought it was a nice song. I, I just, you know, whatever. I couldn't listen. I couldn't Radiohead, All it. I Need. How's that one go? All I need is a miracle. All I need yeah. is you. Is that that song? All I need is a yeah, miracle. Pretty, yeah, yeah, I love that one. Yeah, uh, it's uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All anyway, right. it's, it's cool. What album is All <laughs> I Need on? What album's All I Need on? I think it was in Rainbows. In Rainbows, yeah, I was out the door by then. But it was yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of too out. But but Threw they, the flag they down. Uh, you know, my friend said, "All right, listen to this." But it felt like when I listened to it, I felt like I was underground, and I started to come up out of out of I underground. It. I get it. If, if that makes sense. I to listened you. to this on Karma Police a bunch of times in a row. You think I listened to that when when oh, when, Car- when, 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 when these bums the, it gets me? You think I listened to that one over and over? Look, admittedly, it's not a satis- full, fully satisfying revenge song. It'd be more. <laughs> there's much more efficient revenge songs than than Karma Police. Cause you're waiting what do you mean Carmen. revenge songs? Yeah, you know. Revenge songs. What do you think a revenge song is, Josh? It's a song about somebody getting even in the score. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, well, you do know. You ever hear Soft Boys, I Want to Destroy You? Oh, that's the greatest. And you turn me on to that that's one. It's a revenge song. Yeah. I want to destroy you. Simple. Yeah, getting even. Yeah, you get it now. Look, this is what I think you I get do. it now. You go get your Radiohead record out. You get a <laughs> fuzzy. Peach. Hey, yeah. You go get a fuzzy peach. You chomp into that thing while you're do listening to Radiohead all night long. You dance the night away. 
listening to In Rainbows. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tom, I appreciate it. Is that the one where you paid what you wanted for it for In Rainbows? Is that <laughs> no, that's the one? the one where Apple put it on your No, iTunes that was not that. Was, no, no, what's the Radiohead uh, album where they're just like, pay whatever you want? Is it that one? Yeah, it was that one. I don't remember. I don't remember. Dudio says yes, it was. It was that one. Were they giving well, money back to people because I paid who heard the one. record? Like if it I was? gave 20 and then I was just like, oh, this record sucks. Were they giving like 15 back? I, it, it, it's only right, right? They should give a refund on that one. I was at the door by then. Well, I went with. To I go don't see- know. I think I think In Rainbows was actually like uh, like I listened to a lot of their earlier stuff. Yeah. And then it got kind of digital for a little while, but I thought they brought back a little bit more yeah. guitar and Whatever. natural stuff on that They're one. Done. They're done. They're done, baby. <laughs> I know. I probably I probably barking up the wrong tree on that. Look, one. I was there. I saw them in concert. Had a good time. They're done, though. Flush them. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Nice guy, nice guy. Let's go back to the phones. Back to the hot phones here on the best show. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Boyce in Lower East Newbridge. How are you? I'm good. Well, welcome to the show, Boyce. Thank you. Um, I, I have a song. Okay. One, a song for one song days. That you, yes. The kind and, of song um, you just play over I'm not going to go into deep detail about myself, but anyway, I enjoy um, doing uh, MMA, mixed uh, martial arts. Okay. And I have a song that really gets me in the mood to just, like, smash faces. All right. Um, it's, it's by a rock group called The Monkees, and it's called Cuddly Toy. And that gets you in the mood to smash faces. Yes, I hate the song so much. Oh, okay, so it it, it, it provokes rage in you. I hate it. I, I hate... I'm not sure what you would call the genre. I guess you would call it soft shoe rock. I think you call it soft shoe rock. That's a oh good. My God. It's kind of like it's kind of just like you're meant to kind of just get a little bit of the your your elbows kind of like your shoulders got to get a little swing. Yeah, like yeah, and, and like I, I I I listen to it all day, and then when I get in the uh, the octagon, okay, I. I don't see a human in front of me. I see a giant straw hat. Like a, like a kind of, like a vaudeville hat. Exactly, yeah. You're not the only cuddly toy that was ever enjoyed by any boy. What are you doing with your hand right now? Like, are you doing the I'm hat making thing? like I'm holding a cane. Well, how You're about, how about the, the, other, the other hand? Oh, and then I'm going to, then what I do is, for this part... I make like I'm holding that cane. Yeah. Left out in the rain. The day after summer came. And then now I pick up a bass. You're not the kind of girl to tell your mother. The kind of company you keep. Yeah. Then I'm playing an extra long bass. Oh, you sound mad. Boyce. Boyce? Yeah, hey, I, I was in the other room. I, I just smashed a bunch of mirrors. Oh, okay. Yeah, you really, you, I wasn't sure if you were stewing or if you had set the phone down. I was No, sure. yeah, I, I went, I went two rooms away. Okay. I just started smashing the, the well, these mirrors. Well, I know. won't bring up Cuddly Toy anymore. Please don't. Okay. So how, uh, how, well, 
what's going on with you? Well, how was this, how was your weekend? Good, real good. I um, you know, I tell you, I spent all day Sunday binging on that new Netflix show Ozark. Have you seen this thing? Ozark. Um, yes. I have not seen it, but I've heard it's really good. Well, it's that one Netflix show that doesn't have a single element of stand-up comedy in it. That's how they're actually uh, touting it. Okay. Yeah. Like they're actually that's actually a marketing angle. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love the show. I watched all of it, but um, it, I'll tell you, it's it's nothing like what I thought it was going to be about. It, it turns out it's about money laundering. Okay. Well, what what did you think? Um, what did you think Ozark was going to be about? I thought it was going to be about former Philadelphia Phillies manager uh, Danny Ozark. Why? So, okay, you thought that the show, the Netflix show Ozark, would be about a baseball manager. And, yeah. I mean, you would actually watch a show about a baseball manager? Are you kidding? I, I've loved all the, all the TV shows about baseball managers. All the, uh, I didn't know there were other shows about baseball managers. Are you serious? Yeah. What, what dugout have you been hiding in? Television history is littered with sitcoms about and starring former baseball managers. Oh, okay. Yeah, the only only bummer of that is is that you know all but two of them had the exact same premise, which I'm sure you could probably guess. It's retired baseball great um, opens a bar and then he gets sucked into the lives of his patrons and you know all, all that stuff. Okay, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, that's a familiar premise for right. a show, but I, I don't know how these other shows you're talking about. What, what other shows are there? Well, you know, besides Cheers, there, yeah. there was, uh, oh my God, off the top of my head, uh, Tory's Place, you know, that starred Joe Tory. Um, your host, Yost, which, uh, starred Ned Yost of the Kansas City Royals. Um, there was Whitey's Tavern, which was, uh, Whitey Herzog, he was in that. Uh, Buck's Bar, that's the newest one. And that's about Orioles manager Buck Showalter. And it's, uh, it's funny, it's directed by Buck Showalter's dad, Michael Showalter. Um, well, my, Michael Showalter is, I'm gonna say, I don't think that that's, that Michael Showalter is Buck Showalter's father. I think he is. Have you seen him up close? I have actually. I, I mean, he's, Everybody's, he's not the, he's not the kid in his twenties who was on the state anymore, but nobody, he's not, he doesn't look like he's in his seventies. What you're seeing is a lot of putty. You know, space putty. putty. What other shows were there? Uh, uh, Casey at the Bar, that was one of the first ones, that was Casey Stengel, he was in that one. What else? Lasorda's Luncheonette, um, there was Billy's Brews and Beefs that starred Billy Martin, and it was funny. It didn't last long. He 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 served beer, you know, and then he gets into this heated argument with everybody, and then the end of every episode, he was arrested and thrown in, into a police car very violently. Oh, that, yeah, I, I I actually would love to see that one. Yeah, um, and you know how how they'll take a guy's. Um, Shoelaces from him, you know, before they they put him in his cell. Mm-hmm. They would take his his uh, his his sock stirrups and 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 do the same. So he didn't do anything uh, risky with his exactly. Socks yeah, stirrups. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you had said that 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 there were like one or two shows that um, 
were not actually the, about the same premise of the retired ball player opening a bar. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. What what shows were those? Do you know? Yeah, there was uh, there, there was one called Where There's Sparky, There's Fire, and that starred Cincinnati Reds manager Sparky Anderson as a flagrant arsonist, and he would set fires all over southwestern Ohio. A lot of uh, a lot of property damage and a couple deaths. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, the other show was actually really interesting. Um, Atlanta Braves manager Bobby Cox played a disgraced player named Billy Cox, and basically Billy really blew the final game of the World Series when he dropped this real easy pop-up fly, and as a result, he can't walk down the street without people yelling at him, and the show didn't really gain any traction, mainly because of its title. What, what was the title? The title was You Suck, comma, and then uh, Bobby's last name oh, okay. um yeah, cox sure. gotcha yeah i can yeah. see i can see why that television show didn't get much traction yeah and it was on buses and and you know all kinds of uh it was heavily promoted and there were all these radio spots too and you know of course you can't see it on the radio uh, you know you don't know the comma you don't know exactly, about the comma yeah. for example not good, not good. And oh, and and the show had this extra layer of weirdness in that in in the show he keeps getting mistaken for former Jimi Hendrix and the Band of Gypsies bassist Billy Cox, also the same name, even the Billy Cox of you suck, comma C O X is a honky. A hon- okay, a honky. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's that's one for the ages that uh I guess they don't make them like that anymore, huh? They sure, they sure don't. They sure yeah, don't. That's... You don't recognize my voice, do you? I'm sorry. You don't recognize my voice, do you? I don't. No, I, I don't. I don't think so. All right, maybe this will remind you. How our first bite's delicious. Hold on. Wait. You, you're not my waiter from the other night over at Savory Mills, are you? Yes, I'm Boyce, your server. Okay, yes, alright, I just, well let me give some context for people who don't live in, in the Newbridge area, um, Savory Mills is a relatively new farm to table restaurant in, uh, a historic Korean War era Newbridge, and is, uh, Kind of a popular place. It's very good, wouldn't you say? Food, yeah. The food is the food is good. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I have to ask you something. Sure. Was there a problem with the service the other night? Um. What? Wh- why do you ask? Well, because the tip was decent. It wasn't great, right. and you you left really abruptly. Um, well, honestly, Boyce, uh, if you want to know the truth is the food, the food is uh, overall very good, but I found your weight style to be, um, all right. I found it to be annoying and kind of disturbing. Annoying and disturbing? What, what are you talking about? I, I, you really want to know? I do, yeah. Okay. Well, 
you were doing that thing that a lot of uh, servers at at uh, restaurants do. Where you, and look, I, I I'm all for everybody being friendly and and collegial and whatever. Just, but you were way too familiar and and buddy buddy ish to where, I mean, it didn't seem. I don't know if anyone could have meant it as enthusiastic as, as as you were. You sat, you knelt down when you were taking the order, and then you kind of sat, like forced yourself into the booth when you were taking the orders, and you wrote the specials out on a on the the paper on the table. It was like the for the tablecloth. It was like a paper. You wrote the specials out on it, and. You know, I had told you right at the beginning that I I don't eat meat, but you had to write every one of these meat specials out. You're writing like Bronzino or whatever. I don't even remember what it was. And then you couldn't even you couldn't spell it. And then you had to ask someone how to spell it, and you started over because you misspelled. It was way too much of that kind of production for for what was required. Anything else? Um, seriously? You want me to? Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there were a couple other things. You, when you, you were constantly hovering around the table and like over the table and like over my shoulder and like right next to me. And then when the food came, you asked at least eight times. How the food, how is the food and is it, is it astounding? Is it perfect? I just remember there's so many things like, is everything perfect? And it's just like, there's a point where you're, you know, you just kept saying it over and over. Well, you know, it's called good service and I wanted to make sure you, you were having a delightful time. I, and I appreciate that and I appreciate good service, but it, it, you were, it's like there was a point where I it felt like you were about to start cutting my food for me. Like if I like was, you were. Oh, the, that was so why why would you even cut my food? I, I'm e- I'm an adult eating. I wanted to pamper you. I pamper my clients. Is that a crime? No, it's not a crime to pamper. Well, pamper is a strong word. For I pamper. Uh huh. Okay, it's a strong word for a restaurant to pamper. I think people just want quality service. Um, but okay. Well, you know, here's here's a kicker: is as if with all the all the are you is everything perfect? Is everything outstanding? You know, all the hovering and probing and 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 then you suddenly the second I finished taking the final bite of my food, you were you had your hand on my plate and fork taking it away. Weird. I, I I thought you were excited about having dessert, and I was excited for you to hear about dessert. Well, I mean, it felt like. What did you need to put a load of dishes in the dishwasher? Well, yeah, maybe I did. Because it was like there was a ru- It was like a rush. Just let me set the fork down and just sit for a moment. I'm okay with. And look, I appreciate the effort, but it's it way too. Way too intense, and you also, it didn't stop when it was dessert time, because you kept pushing, 
what was it, Miss Bessie's Flourless Chocolate Cake? Miss Bessie's Nummy Flourless Chocolate Cake. Ugh, that's right, Nummy. Miss Bessie's Nummy Flourless Chocolate Cake, where you, you, over, you went so deep into the details on it, and then I just got to say, when this thing showed up, it was so unremarkable... Especially, it cost thirteen dollars, and it was like the size of like a cookie. And yeah, well, so, it was nummy at least, right? It was look. It tasted all right. It, well, you know, maybe you should have got death by chocolate. I don't know. Well, I didn't. I got the flourless chocolate cake, and it, look, it was good. It was very good. But it was just, I don't know. I, but you know, all of this, I gotta say, the main thing that, that threw me the most was when, uh, how kind of inappropriate I thought it was that, that you asked me how my worms were while I was eating. Well, I, I thought you think that was hilarious. It's from the Lost Boys. Yeah, no, I, I caught the reference. Well, as you recall, the good-looking new face in town who looks like he's in Winger, remember that? Uh-huh. He, he's eating Chinese takeout with the good-looking vampires who look like they're in Whitesnake. Uh-huh. And Keith R. Sullivan, he, <laughs> he asked the new guy how his worms are, and the new guy looks down and his noodles have turned into worms. Yeah, I, no, that, and that's a horror movie. That, it, that's completely appropriate for a vampire movie. Not for an actual eating experience in an actual restaurant. Well, all right. I'm sorry. I I know you used to be involved in show business, so I thought you'd get off on I it. Used to okay. I used to be involved in show business. All right. Look, maybe it hasn't been the greatest year of my life, but I would say used to is strong. Well, I don't know. I read the trades. Oh, okay. Well, that's it's. Oh, good. It's in the trades then. I'm not even just moving it's not even just happening an, uh, uh, anonymously no no it's in the trades and it's a, it actually made it into uh, waitstaff uh, monthly oh that what the things are not it's, it, yes at, uh, time, time's tough for local uh, TV scribe oh great Yeah, that's why you got the seat you got uh -huh. The table you got. Okay. It, was it was nicer than you should have gotten. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean. But you know what? You're not the only bigwig I've, I've served. Uh-huh. Okay, well, you know, I guess I'm flattered you'd call me a bigwig. But I mean, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't really think you're a bigwig. I was just trying to butter you up. Uh -huh. oh, so you don't even think I'm a bigwig? No. Yeah. Well, no. that's sweet. It, 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 I thought I was the customer. but Well, you were, you're not now, and, and, and it, it sounds like you just have like a, an endless well of gripes about uh -huh. me. Um, the, I thought these were very realistic, very fair things for a dining experience, but that, I guess that's my, uh, that's how I saw it. Well, you know, I gotta say you're on the bottom of the list of the, uh, the FPs that I've served. Uh huh. Okay, oh, okay, of the famous people you've served. Yeah. Like, like who, who, who's on your list? Oh, man, lots of big ones. Um, off the top of my head, uh, Eddie Trunk, uh, Morton Downey IV, Nikki Dolans, uh, Kevin Smith, Doc McGee, uh, Frank Miller. 
the comic great guy. Yeah, <laughs> great guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Lavar Ball, another great guy. <laughs> he seems great. Excuse me. He seems great. Oh, I love him. He's great. Yeah. Uh, another great guy, Vince Neal. Uh huh. Super cool guy. No skeletons in his closet. Uh, Robert Blake. Uh huh. Great guy. Uh, Glenn Beck. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Rachel, Rachel Dolezal. Do you know her? Sure. Oh, yeah. I know who that is, yeah. Like, like her too. My favorite, um, Hollywood, uh, yeah. person, um, Vince Vaughn. You like Vince Vaughn a lot. Very kind. Sure. Yes, very kind. Um, who else? That stand-up comic that smashed the guitar over the audience member's head. Remember him? Uh-huh. Um, who else have I served? The audience member that, that heckled the stand-up comic who smashed the guitar over his head. Uh-huh. Okay. So you served um, him. Who else was great? Uh, Bernie Madoff. Okay. Uh, Donald Sterling. He's like a, a father figure to me. Oh, great guy. Yeah, great. Uh, former owner of the Los Angeles Clippers. Excellent guy. Uh, this guy's like a brother to me. Super nice. Papa, Papa John Schnatter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um... Oh, uh, big big uh, star of screen, Anthony Daniels. Oh, the the guy who plays C three PO. Yes, yeah, super yes. cool. He's, he he seems super cool. He is. Uh, speaking of super cool, Chris Angel. Uh huh. The magician. Yeah. Uh, Andy Kindler. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, who else? Hot felon, Jeremy Leake's cousin. Oh, so the co- the cousin of the hot felon. Yeah, about twenty five percent is hot. Okay. Yeah, you know how Jeremy Weeks had, has bedroom eyes. Yeah. This this guy has um, like front room eyes. Okay. Yeah. Like vestibule eyes. Exactly. Yes, narthex eyes. Like where you kind of take your rain boots off in the church. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, who else is cool? Uh, El Chupacabra. El Chup. The wait. The the mythical. Latin American monster? Mythical says you. <laughs> oh, he's not he's not mythical. No. Okay. Comes in once every couple months or so. Great dipper. El Chupacapra. Yep. Well behaved. Uh, <laughs> unlike some of the other uh, supernaturals that frequent this place. Wait, unlike the what? Supernaturals? What are you talking about? The super oh, well. You know how Savory Mills is, is attached to the Newbridge Opera House? Yeah, yeah. Which is actually why I had been, why I was eating there was I mm. was going to see Yes featuring, uh, Anderson Wakeman and Rabin, that, that show later that night. I just wanted to eat before the show. Right, right. Well, as you know, the Opera House has been around for, you know, decades, I guess almost a century. And so many legendary entertainers have performed there, and, and they all loved playing there, from what I, I've heard. And one performer in particular loved it a little too much. Uh-huh. Who, who, who are you talking about? Benny Goodman, you know, the great uh, uh, clarinetist. He, he loved the Opera House so much that he basically never left. He never left it? Yeah. What do you mean by him? He, how, how did he never leave it? He haunts it. Hold, hold on a second. You're saying that the ghost of Benny Goodman, mm-hmm. the band leader and clarinet player, yeah, haunts the the Newbridge Opera House. He does, yeah, yeah. But you know, he's he, he's not like a he's not scary or anything like that. He's just um, what's the word? Like he's he's inappropriate. 
Okay. Yeah, he, he jams with everybody. So he's, okay, so that's how he's inappropriate? Yes, yeah. Um, Benny Goodman died in 1986, and um, the legend has it that his ghost clarinet first appeared playing along with the replacements when they gigged there on the uh, on the Tim tour. And uh, it's interesting, people thought that Bob had four hands that night, especially during his solo on the literally played Dose of Thunder. Because there were two ghost hands. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. There's this, this weird, like, high-pitched, you know, you know, clarinet sound. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. No one knew what was going on. And over the years, the, the ghost of Benny Goodman has sat in with everybody from, I don't know, Richie Havens to suicidal tendencies. Suicidal tendencies. Yes, yeah. So the, so he Benny Goodman's ghost jams with... Well, I guess that explains... Yeah, I think uh, the song he jammed with them with on uh, was uh, Possessed to Skate, yeah. <laughs> Why? It's funny because he must have thought it was just roller skating. He did, like, yes. Like for him, that and that was probably a relatively new thing for him. He was roller skating craze, yeah. And then he's jamming a lot... I don't know if on the other side you see the, what's on earth, but I, I, can you imagine you're this guy from then and you're, you're playing your little clarinet and there's this guy in like a bandana on his head just doing this weird like bob and weave thing and he's got like a, he probably didn't have a shirt on at that point because they used to play possessed to skate late in the set. Yeah. You say, I guess, look, that's a whole other matter that I don't know. A whole other can of, uh. Yeah. Cholos? Is that what, I, I don't even know what's worms. going on. I'm not going to talk about the worms again with you because you'll okay. start getting all you'll start getting all weird with the Lost Boys again. How are you, worms? Yeah. See, I. So with the um, during the show, mm-hmm. there was like this high pitched, weird squealing that kept happening every time Trevor Rabin was playing a solo. And, I mean, I, I didn't know what it was. And the, you're, I mean, based on what you were saying, was that, that was Benny Goodman? Oh, no, that was actually ELPR. ELP, no, it was Anderson, Wakeman, Rabin. So it's like they, it's yes, A, A, W, R. Oh, no, no, I meant it was N-E-L-P-R, uh-huh. an elderly prod rumble. Why? Okay, now I'm really confused. I thought you were talking about Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer. No, no, E-L-P-R. What, what is that? I have no idea what you're talking elderly about. Elderly pro- prog rumble. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't that, know what that is, okay? That, that, that high-pitched sound you heard dur- during Trevor's solo wasn't actually Benny's ghostly licorice whip. It was a cat fight between John Anderson... Rick Wakeman, Jeff Downs, and Steve Howe. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, what happened was, Downs and Howe were livid about John and Rick using the name Yes, and they showed up at the show that night. Okay. okay. And they waited for John and Rick to get into John's backstage teepee. Yes, this teepee backstage that he kind of hangs out at. Uh-huh. So they go in that thing during Rabin's solo, and while they're in there, Jeff Downs and, and Steve Howe, who's like 
probably the frailest guy on the planet at this yeah. point. At, yeah, at this point, he's. it looks like he's made of, like, pipe cleaner. Exactly. He used to say when someone would come up and sh- sh- try to shake his hand, watch the hands. Now he just says, watch the breath. Like, don't breathe on him? Exactly, yes, yeah. Wow. Anywho... Those two guys start wailing on the teepee with tire irons. With, that has John Anderson inside of it. And Rick Wakeman. And Rick Wakeman. They're just smashing those guys. Mm-hmm. It, it was sick. And if you remember, that's why John sang the rest of the show from a hospital bed on stage. And it's also why Rick was only able to eat one sandwich while they played. As, you know, he usually does like four. Oh, okay. The rest of the show. Yeah, so he was. So his injuries limited him to just one sandwich. Wasn't that hungry afterwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess he, you feel that way after you've been beaten with a tire iron. You're yeah. at, you might lose your appetite. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of ghosts. Y- yeah. You seen the trailer for that new Casey Affleck uh, film called Ghost Story? I did. I, I did see the trailer for it. Looks terrible. They should call it Sheet Story, right? Well, yes, it does. I mean, it's not like a high-tech special effects ghost. It's like a sheet with two holes cut in it. Well, it's like that episode of the of the Brady Bunch where where that uh, that astronaut that no one even knew back then is like a guest star. On it. Can you imagine like the calls that went in for that thing? Where hey, we want John Glenn to to, to do this this walk on. Now he's not going to do it. We want Buzz Aldrin. Now he's not going to do it. We want who, and this other guy shows up who probably never even got in a capsule. Remember that? Yeah. Anyway, there's a ghost in that episode. Yeah. and It, I, it looks just like the ghost in, in, in that one. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, That's yeah. called a massive divergence, Tom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, no, look, I get it, though. I follow you, boys. Thanks. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what, I can't wait for uh, Casey Affleck's next movie. Okay. What is yeah. that? Well, he's playing the titular character in Twice as Hard, the Rich Robinson story. Rich, the Rich Robinson is the the guitarist from the Black Crows. Yes, yeah, he looks just like him. He does kind of look like him. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's uh, well, finally the story of of the guitarist of the Black Crows will be told. It's coming. Yeah, I'm just glad they're getting that out before the Johnny Colt movie. The what movie? Johnny Colt. John, who's Johnny Colt? He's the bassist in the Black Crows. And they're doing a movie on him also? Yes, a very exciting story. He had several uh, DUIs. <laughs> yeah. Sounds thrill. It sounds so cinematic. It is. It's really good. Hey, you know, speaking of cinema, uh-huh. love to get your eyes on my screenplay. Uh-huh. So you've written a screenplay? I sure have, yeah. Need some punching up, though. Uh-huh, Okay. Yeah, it's called American Psych Weight. American Psych Weight. Yes. Like American Psycho? Yes, yes, yeah. But my story takes place in the world of, of restaurants, not, not on Wall Street. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's, it's a very similar kind of thing. You know, a guy who's very very tortured soul, you know, uh, misunderstood by society. And, uh, you know, he kind of wreaks havoc and takes his revenge by doing all kinds of things like, uh, you know, crazy food poisonings and things and, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of butchering, a lot of, uh, 
throat slicing, that sort of thing. And he he uh, he also does this thing where he mixes it in in the the, the flesh of his victims in, into the vegetarian options on on the menu, yeah. and, he, and he serves it to to them. Oh, that's horrible! Hey, can I? Oh my god! Can I just ask you, boy? Are are these stories you're just you just mentioned? Are they from your actual? Are these made up, or are these from like your your actual life? From my life? No. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're you're not sure. Look. An artist never tells his deepest secrets, all right? You know, that's, uh, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't hear Kevin Smith talking about whether or not he actually went to a convenience store. Um, I think I actually did hear him talk a lot about the making of that thing. Oh, where'd you hear that? Uh, just everywhere. Okay. Everywhere he showed up with a, a working microphone. Mm. What was he wearing during those appearances? Uh, hockey, hockey jersey and jorts. Huh. Backwards baseball cap. I was going to say, was there a cap involved? Yeah, he's, the only thing okay. he's missing at this point is like an oversized lollipop. <laughs> right, 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 right. Or whatever the modern equivalent of that would be. Some kind of sucker? I don't know. Yeah. Sounds like, like some, some like Sour Patch Kids or something. Exactly, yes. Um, hey, you know, can I ask you another thing about the other night when I, sure, when yeah. I was eating uh, that... that has kind of stuck with me. Um, at one point, you had come out of the kitchen and you were holding these two like skillets that were like si- really sizzling, really smoking, right? Real, yeah, real hot. So, I mean, they looked so hot, and um, they were like actually like glowing red from how hot they were. Yeah, they came right off the uh, grill, and then I put them right into the oven for like five minutes or so. So they were, yeah, they were, they were, they were mm-hmm. but blazing I, I, hot. Yeah, I, I don't, um, I don't think you were wearing any any protection on your hands though at all. Like not, like no oven mitt. Like I didn't see anything. Hmm. And you even did like a little loop around the restaurant to sing happy birthday to a, a woman at a table at the other end of the restaurant while holding these skillets with nothing on your hands. Right. So it just like, I was very confused by it. And it, it's like, I don't know. It's like, are you, I don't even know how to ask the question based on the stuff we talked about now, it makes me now even wonder if you're even, like, human. What's the question? Are you human? How's that? Is that enough of a question? Is that too weird of a question? I mean, I don't know how long...
Hello? Oh, he's gone. All right. I don't even... That's so confusing. I mean, now I don't even know if, like, he's... I don't know if Boyce is possessed by the ghost of Benny Goodman or if he actually is the ghost of Benny Goodman. Or maybe this is just like a nightmare and I'm asleep. It could be any of them. I don't know. I don't know. Very confusing. These are confusing times. Very confusing times. The only thing I do now, in times like this, sometimes you got to sit back, relax, and just try to figure it out as you listen to the music of Destroyer! show what's going on guys is everybody having a nice night isn't it fun when i say it in that voice like i'm talking to everybody's child is everybody having a good time why do i do that i don't know well we just heard destroyer how about that we just heard Destroyer from one of the greatest albums ever. One of the greatest songs ever. What were they? I don't know. I can't remember. The sub- Sublimation Hour from Streethawk. Right? Yeah. On Merge. Merge reissued all that stuff. And look. Word on the street. Kids working on some new stuff from what I hear. Do I know more about it? Maybe. Will I tell you about it? No, I won't. Why? Because I ain't no blabbermouth. I'm being told to go to the hotline right now. I'm being to go told to go to the hotline right now. We have a bona fide television star on the hotline is this chris gethard oh yeah i didn't think you were referring to me oh who do you think i was referring to it's you you're a star you got a tv show we'll see on friday huh thursday night it goes down and friday we'll know if i'm a star yeah trust me i might i might be washed up by then you're gonna be fine this thing's gonna be (laughs) great 
This is so. Uh, let me just say this first of all. My my friend Chris Gethard is on the on the the hotline right now. He started off. When did you start doing your cable access show, the Chris Gethard show? We switched from UCB to cable access in 2011. So picture this. 2000, when did it start at the UCB Theater? Is this a live show? 2009. 2009. Picture this. 2009. A young, up, up, kind of excited boy named Chris Gethard says, I'm going to start doing a, a talk show at the UCB Theater. Like a, like a fun talk variety crazy show. Meanwhile, I'm nine years into the best show at that point. <laughs> I guess you where this is going. I guess you where this is going. 2011. Show goes from a theater to to cable access. Now Chris gets paid not a nickel for this thing. I'm doing the best show at that point. WFMU. Still not doing it for the for the good of the station. Uh, look, I love the station so much. I always will. Maybe some people there hate me. I can't worry about that. I love everybody. If they don't love me back, you can't make everyone love you back. It's not the thing you do. You can only put it out. You can't worry about what comes back to you. So when I get weird side eye, grumpy face look, run into a DJ here and there, and they look at me like I'm literally dead to them, that's, that's their, that's, they've got their business with that. But Chris now goes from to he's on he's on Manhattan Cable. Then he takes the show to Fusion, which is in which is figure a channel figuring itself out. A few years later, not sure what it is, but now it's on television. Now, 2017, he takes it to True TV, home of this, and this is literally my favorite TV channel. Impractical Jokers. We're following Impractical Jokers. Hack my life. That's the leading. That's the leading. I watch every show. I watch every show on that channel. I watch uh, uh, the Carbonaro effect even. I love Carbonaro. You know who told me I would love Carbonaro and she was right? It was my mom. My mom and I, we both love Carbonaro. And then I met Carbonaro. Nice guy. He seems like a nice guy. Sweet like guy. Handsome magician type. They're always handsome, these magicians. You ever notice that? That's part, of, that's part of how they trick you. They charm you. Yeah. They're, they're, it's like, cause it's like you have to worry though. If some dude's like super handsome like that, they also could be like a serial killer. Like, and they start with weird tricks. Could go either way. I don't know what I'm, what this dude's doing. So, yeah, but either way, you're, now you're in the web. Thank God. Thank God he's just turning keychains into frogs and stuff like that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, the skills could really be put to bad use. Could I think be, you're right. It, it's, it is. It's like a super, he's like a superhero in a way. If Ted Bundy was good with cards, maybe a lot of people would be, That'd be alive today. Yeah. That would be, a, we'd be a, in a better place if, if he only learned a couple card tricks. So we have 2017, Chris Gethard goes live. The Chris Gethard show goes live. Meanwhile, Pat says to me, uh, hey, the sink is really smells in the, uh, bathroom. We got to figure something out with that. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy some stuff for it. 
something must be clogged in there. <laughs> but look, I'm not in it. That's not. This is not the point. This is a fun, fun, personal, personal, personal reflection on this. That's not what we're here to do. We're not here to admire the gulf between where you are and where I am. Right? Uh, here we go. You know, when this started, I saw this part coming. I didn't see the diversions into uh, serial killers and how other DJs hate you. No, I didn't see those look, coming. I'm teasing you with this. Who? You're doing great, Tom. Who is great. in? Who cheers you on more than me? Few people have in my life. It's very true. I, and you and I. There's been many conversations where you've been one of the the people keeping me going when all I want to do is quit. I am so excited about this. This is this is vindication now because this week, the Chris Gethard show, it's an hour long. Yes. Yeah, hour long, only hour long show on the network. First live show in history. Live, yeah. Dude, they're letting us go live again, which is insane. And it was their idea. It was not even my idea. I don't even understand. It's it's nuts. And this is this is like, yeah, because it's it's nuts. It's truly nuts. And I, I, it's so exciting that this is happening. So this, the, I want. How do people watch it? They watch. They can watch it on True TV. You watch it on True TV, you get it like uh, Sling, Chrome, Chromecast, PlayStation View. Also, you can get the uh, if you're if you're a cord cutter, you get the season pass on iTunes. It's like twenty bucks, sixteen hours of television. I don't even feel bad asking that of people. Yeah, exactly. It's a dollar a dollar eight a, an episode. Dollar and change. Yeah, you watch every single one. Yeah, and this is it. And you know what this is? And look, I this might sound uh, this might sound like uh, hyperbole, but I'm saying this. This is an us and this is an us versus them kind of moment right now. This is an us versus them. <laughs> you, I'd like to think so. It is though, because you're an actual oddball, and I mean that because I'm also one. I'm saying it. It's like you're actually getting the keys to an actual hour of national television now on a real network that's popular live. Yeah, it's crazy, and I will say, not patting myself on the back, we're not. It's. I would go so far as to say it's it's more like the public access show than even the fusion version was. Like mm-hmm. we're not selling out less. I would actually say there's there's a real argument to be made that this thing is now public access with a budget, which is a pretty exciting thought. And I'm pretty psyched, like my whole gang, it's like we'd rather not do it if it meant having to do it wrong and that gives us a lot of freedom and for yeah. some reason I give True T V so much credit because they're like, Yeah, you know what, we know what we're getting. Go give it a shot, and if it works, we're thrilled, and we'll we'll do our best. And they're not asking us to, and it's not compromise all that much. It's pretty crazy. Chris, Chris Gethard, the Chris Gethard Show, at Chris Gethard. Don't worry about selling out. You can't say you. You already walked the walk. You walked the you. You literally walked to Bonnaroo one year. Literally, you walked the walk. That was years ago, though. No, but I'm saying years ago. But these There's the, a lot of time to sell out. These are the things you've done. You've put you put the you you put the 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 money where your mouth is. These are not. <laughs> this is this is you've not been playing some sort of money game here, where it's just like, <laughs> like these are all financial moves. Yeah, no, I've avoided those like the plague, my friend. Yes. Like the plague, you and I have that in common. Yeah. Oh, Allergic no, to I, money. Uh, real self. You here's the thing, you and I have in common. We hate we hate money. We love integrity, and then we wonder why things go the way they go. Why we don't, and then we wonder why we don't have money. 
And then we meet in places like Melbourne and commiserate. Yes. Now here's a question people want to know. Who's back on the show? Is, uh, is, uh, Murph is back? Yes. Murph is back. Murph is back. We just did a test show last night where he, he, uh, was disrobing during the test show. Okay. Uh, he, he's up to his usual form. Shannon's back. Bethany, the human fish is back. Human fish is back. What, what about banana, uh, What's banana name? Man's a co-EP on our show. He's a co-EP. Yeah, but is he going to put the banana thing on? I know he's he like, better put the banana. I didn't. I didn't hire him to organize things. He's a banana dude. The guy started showing up as an audience member. I'd never met him in my life, and now eight years later, he's he's like the fourth in command of the yeah. entire show. Now he's coming to you saying, "It's like, look, we really have to worry about this fourth act. Is uh, we got to make sure yeah. these things are tight." He's saying it to you in a banana outfit. Yeah, guy shows up in 2011 in a banana outfit, and now when I want to do a bit, I gotta ask him permission to get the budget steered up. Banana Man, Banana Man calls the shot. Yeah, you got probably more than I do in some ways. What about uh, skateboard uh, Kenny? Was that one of the guys? We probably had a character called Skateboard Kenny. I'm, 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 I will say I'm very chagrined. I feel like he's been a thorn in your side as well, and I apologize that he bled over from my world to your world. It's humiliating, but since vacation, Jason will be back, which is not ideal. We all... But the thing is, you have to have something like that. It's like, cause it, it, you have to have him in the way that a business has to have a functioning toilet. Yeah, I mean, people really appreciate it when it's there, and then they like to ignore it the rest of the time. That yeah. is a lot of how people treat Vacation Jason. He's such a sad sack, and he's so strangely optimistic. That's the weird, like, you, you hate him for, he's, he's strangely, he's strangely just like without guile, and, but he's such a snide creep, but he's so, he maybe is the most positive member of the entire show. In many ways, yeah. He also has taken lately to wearing uh, those water shoes with toes, and oh, I, it's the most infuriating thing in the entire world thing. to me. Yeah. And I'm going to say this also. They run a tight ship security-wise. I don't want some guy showing up with a backwards baseball cap and a skateboard saying like, uh, yeah, I'm here for uh, the ta- I'm skateboard Kenny. Who's that guy? <laughs> you may have opened the Pandora's box, to, but to be fair, if he showed up, we'd probably use him. Yeah, you'd probably be like, great. Like yeah. a, a guy in a banana costume with a headset on is going to be just saying, <laughs> great. Okay, we need you. Go into that room over there. Get put through the works. We're going to yeah. get you. And then uh, here, sign this, sign this waiver. Yeah. Why don't you become our top segment producer? <laughs> yes, skateboard Kenny. Right. Here's the thing. You know, a lot of our audience members have stuck with us, too, for years. And a lot of them have become, like, you know, you got any fan of the show knows who Long Tongue Phil is. Everybody knows who Julia the Grand Dame is. Mm-hmm. But there's one audience member. I have no idea if he's coming back. There is a dude. I don't know if we talked about it. There's a guy who looks so much like you. And mm-hmm. every time he shows up on the show, I get, like, Dozens of tweets saying that's Tom Sharpling, and it's this guy. I've said to the guy, "Do you get this?" And people are no. said, "Yeah, comedy fans always." It's it's I not get me. it a lot. I've watched the show, but not been on camera. Yeah, you were on camera one time. I managed to get yes. you on camera one time. Now, that was a time, and that was a time when two two kids in Spider Man costumes started hitting each other with wiffle ball bats. Yeah, I later found that they were Mormons visiting from Utah. <laughs> 
couple Mormons dressed as Spider-Man beating the hell out of each other with bats on my show. <laughs> Welcome to True TV. Oh, yeah, let's put it on live on a national yeah. platform. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chris. I don't know what they're getting, though. I can't wait. So how many episodes is it going to be? Well, how many episodes is it supposed to be, I guess we should say? It's supposed to be 16. Uh-huh. Contractually, they can bail after 10. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll be, you'll be very proud of me. This is where you and I wake up. I've told every single person in the casting crew it. If they bail after 10, my promise to the world, they're not going to bail because I hang back or because I overthink this. They're going to bail because we go so big that they're like, this was a bad idea. And at that point, I say, thank you very much for your time and consideration. And I go about my business. And that's fine. But we got to go big. We got to go big. First episode's guest are your friends, the Impractical Jokers, Tom. Oh, my God. The Impractical Jokers are going to be there. Well, technically, the Tenderloins will be there. Technically, they, the Tenderloins who star in the Impractical Jokers. That's exactly. They they legally cannot call themselves the Impractical Jokers. It's a, Yeah. It's like a... It's like a, some LLC kind of thing they have where they have to legally, it's like a tax dodge that they call themselves the tenderloins. Is that true? I didn't no, know I'm that it was a, that. It was a IRS that. issue. It might not be a good idea, so I want to walk that one back. It's generally not a good idea to, to, to accuse people of tax dodges. To air out other people's money laundering Yes, scene? exactly. I'm going to yeah. say that was a, uh, done as a joke. I, I, that was not true. These power brokers over at the Tenderlands, you don't want them, you don't want to be on their bad side. No, look, I got to go back to New Jersey over the Verrazano sometimes. That puts me, uh, puts me right in uh, Tenderloin right. country. Right oh, in, right in the crosshairs. Right, right on in the, the Staten Island Expressway. That's Tenderloin country. There's no laws out there. Sal Volcano calls all the shots out there. Yeah, exactly. It's machine politics, and Sal is the boss tweet of Satin Island. Yes, it'll be like Judgment Night. Remember that movie? <laughs> I do. I remember the soundtrack. It was a it great was mashups. It was the original mashups, right? They the were Judgment original Night mashups. Soundtrack. They had, I remember, Teenage Fan Club and De La Soul did a song together on it. You're talking Onyx and Biohazard. Yes, I think you're talking, uh, uh, you're talking, uh, uh, what you call it, Cypress Hill. Did a song with who did they do a song with? I think it was Oh. Was it uh No Effects? I would listen to a Cypress Hill No Effects mashup. They did a song with Psy, I'm being told. It was Psy. Oh, people Hill are looking Psy. it up. I'll stop doing bits. I'll so stop doing bits. People was, are looking up the facts. Seems like a weird kind of mix. I thought it was rock and hip hop meeting. It's like that Cypress Hill and Psy. Did a song together. <laughs> I'm not sure you have your facts right on that. If they, uh, if they did a judgment, I feel like if they did a, a sequel to that, they could put together some good modern mashups on that one. That would be, yeah. Yeah. You know, Mashup indie bands and hip-hop groups? Yeah, I that's love easy. It. Judgment, Night re- judgment Night Reboot. Let's, let's, yeah. let's kickstart that. Tyler, the creator, mixed with... Uh, Let's say Fleet Foxes get back in the game via this soundtrack. Title of the Creator and Fleet Foxes would be very exciting. And then you could put, <laughs> you get uh, the, you know who I really like in hip-hop these days? Do you know who Jake Paul is? Oh, I'm not familiar, no. Very good. Hey, well, he's a, it's, it's a very talented family, the Paul family. It's Jake Paul, <laughs> Logan Paul. Either you're a Jake Pauler or you're in the Low Gang. Um, he has a song called "It's Every Day, Bro." It's uh, Great. 
maybe the best song of the millennium. <laughs> it's uh, you should just watch the video. It's every day, bro. I will. I'll watch it right after this. And now, who do you mix them up with? Who do you mash them up with? Um, I'd probably m- mash uh, uh, Jake Paul up. How about one of Stephen Merritt's bands? That's not the magnetic fields. Yeah, we put him with uh, the uh, the uh, the sixth. <laughs> or what if we just put J- Jake Paul with the boredoms? We get the boredoms Ooh. back together <laughs> from Japan. Now, Chris, yes, one Tom. final thing. I know you look. You're you're going around the clock on this. You were in L.A. promoting this thing. You're going. You're probably on the fancy talk shows all week. Talking good day, about, New York. Good day, New York. Sir. Talk about fancy. Good, good day, day, New York. You're going to be on with morning. Rosanna Scotto. Oh yeah. And uh, I don't know why Duty laughed at that. He thinks that's <laughs> funny somehow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? Until I see you on there, you might want to stifle that laugh, Dudio. No, that's what I'm in it for—to make Dudio break. That's why I call this show. <laughs> that's that's why. I want to say this. You know what it's like. You know the movie The Ring. Yeah, we get me up for days. We have our own version of the ring. <laughs> what is that? It's Fred from Honolulu. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Where you need to just pass him on. You need to like someone else has to get <laughs> the ring. Like it's it's your Fred is your. Your ring now. Yeah, your, you gave him to me. Yes. I got to try to convince Houlihan to take him. I, have, I can get Houlihan to take him off my hands. You're going to dump Fred on Mary Houlihan? <laughs> yeah, may I get Houlihan? Tom, we had True TV sent us cookies today. They had my face on them and the show logo on them. They were good butter cookies. Is that mm-hmm. nice to do? I put these things down. 20 minutes later, every single cookie's gone, and everybody in the office is denying it. And I'll give you one guess who was sitting closest to the cookies. Fred from Honolulu. And I don't think he ate the cookies. I no. think he's keeping the cookies, so he has something on me. You might want to check. You should probably check eBay. I think he's hoarding those cookies, so he has something to hold over my head in a moment of need. Yeah. Be like, yeah. Be a shame if uh, you went the way of those cookies, wouldn't it, my friend? <laughs> exactly. You, you wind up you wind up in a, a desk drawer yeah. under my cubicle. You wouldn't want to. Like those uh, cookies with your face. Yeah. Or he'll, yeah, you'll you'll get hit over the head from behind, and you'll wake up, and you'll just see you're in some sort of closet or box, and you're just next to the cookies. I'm talking like 40 cookies gone in about 15 minutes. I had two Come cookies. On. Come on, Fred. I'll say this. Fred, maybe Fred didn't take them. Fred knows who took them, though. Fred knows. That's exactly the right thing. That's the thing about Fred says he didn't take them, and Fred doesn't lie. Fred's not a liar. No, no. That doesn't mean he's giving me all the info he has. He's smarter than that. Yeah. No. He's holding back. He knows who's got those cookies. I tell you something. I'll say this, Tom, and I mean this. I have a feeling that if I ever step foot on the sands of Hawaii again, yeah. 15 minutes later, I get disappeared. Yeah. He just he makes the call. He, yeah. <laughs> Before the plane lands, they know I'm coming. Yeah. Then Fred makes the call. 802. Is that the area code? 802. I don't know. He's got that hat he always wears with the area code on it. Well, now you know he's going to yell at me about this. Oh, no, I know. That's why, that's why I'm saying it. It's cause you, bring the, you bring this stuff up, and then I'm the one who has to deal with the fallout. Yeah. No, it's your, it's, your, it's your problem. Now, look, I'm down here. 
This is a trade-off. I got nothing, Chris. I got nothing. I'm now the slob outside your theater. You're the king in the castle. That'll never be true. (laughs) (laughs) We're in it together. I'm teasing. Look, this is what I wanted to say. In all seriousness, I'm super excited about the show. I'm super proud of you with the show. I cannot wait. This has been a long time coming for this to happen, and it is exactly happening where it should happen and when it should happen. So this is so thrilling that the Chris Gethard Show is on True TV, and it's going to start this Thursday, and it's going to be bonkers, and I can't wait. Well, you're the best, Tom. And as you know, we are always in it together. And if I ever get to a point where I'm king of the castle, I promise you I will self-sabotage it. So oh, oh, I'm not worried about that. Together. I'm always not worried about that. Together. Don't worry, you didn't have to say that part <laughs> out. I, I know you. It's just a matter of how you self-sabotage. Yeah, I might. Ma- sometimes I just manage to self-sabotage in ways that people find interesting, and that somehow keeps the show alive. Yeah. Well, we're going to all find out together. You're going to be the last one to find out. Isn't that the interesting part of it? You're oh, the God. last one to know. It's like. Yeah, you didn't realize you were self-sabotaging yourself that whole time? You didn't see? You'll be like, wait, was I self-sabotaging myself? And they'll be like, yeah, you didn't know that? Why did you? I'm filled with anxiety about how this current phone call is going. Like, I'm filled with terror that you're mad at me. And then Thursday night, I have to go do a live broadcast that reaches 90 million homes. Yeah. And you're my friend. Chris. You were at at my wedding. Chris, I love you. I'm scared that I'm messing up. I love you. I love you. You do not have a meltdown. I love you. Unconditional love. Back at you, always. You're one of the guys who has gotten me through all this, and I hope everyone listening sets their DVRs for a season pass right now so I can remain employed and keep Fred Fred employed, keep Jersey Dave employed, keep uh, Horse and Bee employed. i got to make sure the human fish has a job. Yeah, skateboard candy. Make sure the guy who likes cream but not too much cream... The New Yorker writer who got fired for being too pretentious. These uh, people need jobs, yes. so please help yeah. out. Yeah. You might want to look at those books again. I don't know why there's a New Yorker writer on your <laughs> books. <laughs> I, think, I think somebody, you might want to sit down with uh, the Banana Man and go over the budgets. If you guys are, if you guys are, if you guys are footing the bill for a New Yorker writer. Chris, Definitely. That's true. It's so exciting. Congratulations. I can't wait. Thanks, Tom. You're Chris the best. Get... Thanks, for, oh, thanks for talking to me. Of thanks course. For letting I me love out. you, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Love you too, man. Right. Bye. See? Was that a nice mic? Oh, wait. Mike's not here. Mike's not here. Oh, now they're doing a... Yeah, I heard, I heard that. That was hurtful. So, look. I, I alluded to something... On that call with Chris Gethard. One was that I, uh, yeah, I quit Twitter last week. And I've done, I've, I feel like I've been given the gift of the gift. The only gift that matters is the gift of time. And I have used that gift so, so well. Because now, all that time I spent on Twitter, I would have spent on Twitter last week. I spent watching Jake Paul videos all week. So this is my new bed music. This guy's good. You really should check this guy out. Do you know this guy, Dudio? He's cool. I'm kind of a Jake Pauler. 
I should go hang out with him. I'm telling you. Because first of all, who is he? Well, he's this dummy who, uh, who's from Ohio. Him and his dumb brother, Logan Paul. They're two dunces who, uh, don't have a thimble full of talent between them. And they moved to Los Angeles because they're like YouTube stars, which, you know, look, there's plenty of talented people on YouTube. Plenty of talented people. Except they're generally usually dogs. Humans, not so much. Super talented dogs and cats. Animals. So many talented animals on YouTube. So then they go, they move, and he gets a job on this Disney show, uh, Bizardvark. And then he rents a, uh, house in West Hollywood, Jake Paul, and terrorizes the neighborhood riding a dirt bike up and down the street and setting his couch on fire in a infinity pool and almost burning down the neighborhood. And the thing is, he's 20 years old. And he's always talking about, like, Lambo and this and that, his car. It's like, you're not even old enough to go to Enterprise and rent a car yet. Like, Enterprise will turn you away to rent a... Second, first of all, what do you think Disney's paying? Well, we got to break the bank for this guy. Well, by all means, give hand him a blank check. There's no one, a, a blonde, dumb meathead? Well, we could, we could never find another one of those. Give him the, give him a blank check. No, this guy was probably getting paid in uh, rabbit food. But now he's, uh, he got fired from that show, but he did this song. And I watched all these videos. Ohio fried chicken. Help me help you. The rise and fall of Jake Paul. All of them. I'm telling you, I wish I could come up with something as funny as Jake and Logan Paul in my creative life. I will be haunted forever by the idea that they are doing a thing that's funnier than anything I will ever do. Do they know they're being funny? Of course not. No, they're... But this song, It's Every Day, Bro so good first line it's everyday bro with the Disney Channel flow why'd you brag about that Disney Channel flow you're gonna brag like it really is like the music's almost like a hate crime against hip hop the idea that these clowns are doing hip hop it's it's hateful are you a fan Pat you're young you're a young guy you've never even heard of them well you should come with me. I'm moving to Los Angeles to join. We should probably split up because we all we all can't be Jake Paulers uh, on Team Ten, which is his uh, YouTube Internet uh, uh, development uh, squad. We're all not going to get into Team Ten. Some of us are going to have to go with Logan Paul to the Low Gang. I'll go to Team 10. Dudio, you're in the low gang. 
with Logan Paul. Pat, you come with me. Mike can go. Mike can pick which one he wants. We'll see. He's like a free agent. He could probably move between the two camps. Oh, I love it so much. I went to go to, uh, I saw, you know, Simon Doom, I play his, uh, uh, record on the show, and then Karoma, I play their record, I like the, those, and they, uh, they have a side band called MGMT, and I saw that band at this thing, they were playing this park called Randall's Island, and I went to see it as a part of this festival on Friday called Panorama, and it was headlined by Fred Ocean. Frank Ocean. Frank. Is it Frank or Fred? Fred Ocean. It was headlined by Fred Ocean. And, um, so go check out my friends in their rock group. MGMT. It's a side band from Simon Doom and Karoma. A lot of people checked them out too. Like a lot of people gave them a shot. It was nice to see. It's nice to see seventy thousand people watching them giving this up and coming band a shot. And they were really good. You all know. Look, second MGMT album. You take that one to the bank. I'm telling you. You take that one to the bank. All the way to the bank. So, then afterwards, they're like, hey, you want to stick around and watch Fred, Fred, Frank Ocean? And then I was like, nah, I'm going to beat the crowd. Because it's at this Randall's Island, and you got to walk across. There was no driving onto the island. So I parked on 125th Street and walked across a bridge to get to the show and you're walking and every five feet it's like right this way go stop here go all right everybody go it's like they're controlling the flow of people every every five feet making sure everyone is where they're supposed to be then we get into get into the festival and then i'm leaving it's a little darker walk out the exit go toward the exit trying to get back to the exit to where i came in and get routed to a different one and I'm in the middle of nowhere. Lost. I was lost on Randall's Island. And I'm walking around. I'm covered. Walking this. I'm walk, I'm telling you. I'm walking. This thing's this, this big island. And they got bridges going from almost every borough off this thing. And I'm walking trying to get off this island. Ask a security guard. Yay. Go that way. I walk. 15 minutes. No sign of uh, the bridge. Finally run into somebody else. Yeah, which way should go? Oh, no, you want to go that way. Okay, I walk that way. Now it's dark. Now I'm walking down the middle of the street. Traffic's getting routed through the thing. Security guard. I don't know what to tell you. Go this way. I, I went that way already. Well, no, that... <laughs> I don't know then. See a cop. Which way should I go? I don't know. You don't know. You're a cop. Figure it out. You're a cop. You have a radio in your car. Ask someone. This one cop was... This one cop was literally like... And I asked three cops. 
Where'd it go? They all sent me three different di- di- directions. This one cop's like, duh. He actually said, like, duh. Like he was in his in, in the police van. I'm like, I just need to get to the the walkway so I can walk across the bridge and just get back to Manhattan. He's like, duh, I don't know. I, I think it's like, can you at least maybe tell me which general direction I should be going in? And he starts. He gets on his phone. He's looking at Google Maps. Oh, you're a cop. You're looking at Google Maps. I walked for literally two hours, lost, back and forth, back, and finally, I'm walking down this one, like, darkened path, and it's like these two, these two young girls walking on the thing, and I'm just like, and I'm covered in sweat now, so now I'm just like this monster, I'm just like, how do I get back to Manhattan? I need to get back to Manhattan. And then they're just like, yeah, we're going back to Manhattan. Just walk this way. And now I'm trying to keep, like, distance from them because it just looks like I'm a creep. But I'm also trying to, like, go the right way. And then, thank God, a, a park employee driving a golf cart pulls up. He's like, you look confused. I'm like, I've been walking around trying to get off. Just trying to get back to Manhattan. And he goes, uh, yeah, you want to go this, make a left up at this thing, and then just bear it, like... I'm like, okay. And then he then he says to the young ladies, he's like, uh, do you know where you're going? And they say the same thing. And then finally, this guy goes, do you want me to give you a ride to it? And I was like, yes, please. I could have started crying right then. Yes, please. So he did. He gave him a nice ride. Very nice guy. Nice park employee. He was talking about stuff. He's like, I just got to tell you, though. Randall's Island's very different than when I was a kid. You would not want to see the stuff that went down here when I was a kid. And then one of the the young ladies is like, like, what kind of stuff? He's like, you wouldn't want to see it. It's like, look, it's a very short list of what was going on here. <laughs> it's like, what? Unless there was like a, a fight club going down or some sort of like, like human trafficking is like it was something like that it's like no you're here you're probably doing some drug here you should have seen what was going down you wouldn't want to know you wouldn't want to know what was going down here you, and also you can't say it like that and, and they just let that lay everyone wants to know when someone says you wouldn't want to but look was I going to argue with this guy no he saved, he was saving my life. Not my life, my night. Although I was getting very, I ran into also, I'm walking, at one point I'm walking like hunched over, covered in sweat, because it's very humid out. And then somebody goes, Tom? They didn't sound like that. But. So, it's great. Great to run into a, a enthusiastic listener of the best show when I was, looked like uh, I'd been pushed into a stream. It's a great, great impressions. So, uh, very nice guy, though. Very nice guy. Yeah, so that was a fun uh, night. I saw, uh, what else did I see? Oh, I saw Joe Perra. I saw his show. Oh, my God, that was so great at Union Hall. So funny. Joe Firestone. The 
the one fella from Saturday Night Live was on the bill. And Joe Para, so funny. Joe Firestone, funny. Joe Para, funny. Joe Firestone, one of the WFMU people. Not giving me the evil eye. Not looking at me like they wish I was dead. Different strokes for different folks. That's what I says. One thing I want to tell you all, we got the best show. uh, Patreon is where the show, uh, you can support the show. We don't do ads anymore. You can support the show over at Patreon, and we send out different things for different levels of support. But whatever you can do, we appreciate. It's a monthly uh, subscription support thing. It's low-key. You can listen to the show's always free. You can always listen to it. Without giving a cent, but you know what? The, the way the show keeps going is if you, if you just give what you can. And I'm going to say this. Doing a special, special giveaway through the Patreon. We're going to figure out how to work this thing, but I'm going to tell you right now. You want a card? You want the Friends of Tom card? They haven't been around in a long time. All new one. Highest quality one yet. You can get it through the Patreon. I'll announce next week how to, uh, how to get it. We're gonna, I'm gonna figure out the mechanics of this thing. But go to patreon.com slash the best show and support the show. It's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. He's very cool. I can't wait to live in that mansion with him. (laughs) That rented mansion that he's going to be thrown out of. I'll show up just as he's getting tossed from it. Hey, bro. Jake Paul, what's up? Uh, not, Not a good day, bro. Just getting thrown out of the mansion, bro. Jake Paulers. Not good. Studio, you should watch that video. What's that? No, don't watch it right now. You're, you're producing the best show right now. It was a trick. Mike wouldn't have watched it right now. Another thing I want to say is uh, I am going to... Uh, next week we're going to do... I'm going to try to record uh, uh, bonus content for the Patreon. Figure that out. Hopefully we get something up next week. Another thing I want to do, if you do a podcast and you're in the area and you can come to the studio, the best show studio, I'm going to do a show. You know that show Bar Rescue? You ever see that show? I'm going to do Podcast Rescue where I'm going to just let you start your show and I'm going to scream at you and then I'm going to help you fix your show. Because look, this thing's called the best show for a reason. I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for a long time. I think I have a handle on it. Is it the best? Yeah, you know it is. You can't just call your show the best show. You gotta, we have to go through the hoops to make that happen. Legal things. Just like you can't call the, your pizza the best. You can't call your, your show the best. 
It's like all natural. You can't just throw that on a, a thing. You gotta get certified or something. And look, I know what I'm doing. It's funny. I'll fix your stupid podcast. Because I hear these podcasts. One's worse than the next. God help me. I listened to some show the other day. Oh, what was it? It was some move. Oh, it was that blank check thing. With that one, that one fella seems all right. Uh, the, the, the kid who's in the, uh, the tick. Griffin. He seems like a nice enough fella. The other guy with him is a, the, the, that's a flame out. That's a five star flame out with that guy. I mean, maybe the thing I can do is help this kid Griffin find a new co-host. And then, uh, Hollywood Handbook, of course, you know I love, but I'm gonna be suing them for, they, uh, did a very hurtful impression of me on a recent episode of me doing my impression. They made it, they, they zung me a couple times and I, it's, it once was fine, haha. Two times is actionable. So I'll see them in court. Sean said something mean one week and then Hayes the next week did his impression of me doing the impression of and that Andrew Dice Clay does of his wife. It was very hurtful and I'm suing for mental anguish. So uh I'll see them in court. Who's good here, Mike? Uh, I mean uh wait, who is it again? Who's out there? Pat. Who's good here, Pat? One. Oh boy. Come back, Mike. No offense, Pat. Come back, Mike. Hi, Besho. Hey. Welcome. Hi. Hey, this is Robin Toronto. Who's this now? Robin in Toronto. Robin? Yep. Robin in Toronto. What's going on in Toronto tonight, Robin? Very hot. What? It's very hot. It's hot. Yeah. It's summer. Yeah. Tends to happen in the summer. Especially. Where are you on Young Street? No. Where are you? What, how how hot is it? You put you put uh, loonies and toonies in the freezer and then you put them on your head at night. Yeah, cools you down. Yep. that's my tip to staying cool Toronto style. Put your <laughs> loonies and toonies in the freezer, or do you call it the ice box? You probably call it the ice box up there, right? Well, it is. It's just a box of ice with some straw. Well, down here we have mechanic, mechanical ones that okay. run on electricity. Not just we don't have to keep going and get more ice to keep it cool. Yeah, we have electricity to get the library, and we got our phones in. The library, eh? Yeah. You should see our libraries down here. Some of these New Jersey libraries. Hmm. It's like a one third of it is like a comic book store. It's like. Go to the library, it's like graphic novel. Like, when I was a kid, I go to the library, it's like just books. You go there <laughs> now, it's like, you got somebody just checking there, checking just, just, they're all just surfing the web and there's comic books everywhere. It's like, what, what is this? It's a library now? Or is this a bus station? Right? It's like, it's like a depot at Comic Con waiting to get taken back to San Diego airport. <laughs> So, what to what do I owe the pleasure of this call, Robin? It comes the topic. What do you have for the topic? One song days. The most recent one that I got stuck on was um, 
I found a whistle off of an album that you ended up mentioning. Yes, right? the second MGMT album. I found a whistle. Yeah, which I you totally turned me on to that album. Yeah, I hadn't no listened to it before you mentioned it on the show. Know that every one of you, not you. I'm not going to be hard on you. Everybody's like, "Boo, that album stinks." It's like, no, it doesn't. It's a masterpiece. It's great. Yeah, it is great. It's the yeah. best. You listen. I talked to him about that album. I talked to the dude. They're just like, yeah, nobody liked that album when it came out. Everybody gets it now. Now they get it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, I find that I don't, I don't think I listen to a song over and over because I want to feel a certain way. I listen to it when I'm trying to like understand it better. I gotcha. Yeah. You want to understand it a little. Yeah, so I end up right. listening to that one over and over for days trying to like get it, you know? You get it though. I know you get yeah, it. Yeah, but I get it because I put the time in. Yeah, because you, exactly. Yeah. You hear that, Pat? Pat left. What? <laughs> he left again. Oh, boy. Where are you, Mike? Sweet Mike, right? Whoever Some... answered the phone when I called was doing a good job. Come on. So was that Pat, Mike? That was Dudio. Oh. Sweet, sweet Pat. Sweet, sweet Dudio. Sweet, sweet Mike. <laughs> well, Robin, I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you for the call. Great. Okay, good night. Choice. Bye. So yeah, contact me if you have a podcast that you want to go on Podcast Rescue. And look, I know there's a po- there's actually a podcast called Podcast Rescue, but that's like a bar rescue podcast. It's not what we're doing. I'll call it something different. Podcast n- one... Podcast emergency. Right? Pod emergency. How about that? I came up with a thing. I think this is my million dollar idea. You tell me what you think of this, studio. You know how ventriloquism is popular? What if I became the first vape triloquist? Right? And instead of a ventriloquist dummy, I just have like a vape thing on stage that I named Billy, right? And I'm just like, hey, everybody, you know, I'm here with my friend Billy, and uh, how's it going tonight, Billy? And like I'm coughing, because I'm not, look, I'm not going to be good at that. I know that. That's not for me. I get my thrills the old-fashioned way, Right? Ice cream cones. That's what a vape was like in my day. We called them ice cream cones. Now, you guys with your fancy vape machines, you got to get flavored thing. They got flavored ice cream. You got to, I don't know why you guys got to smoke. You got to smoke your ice cream, right? Maybe that's it. Ice cream flavored vape. Write that down. Don't anybody steal that. Vape cream. Now I'm thinking. I just gotta... I need to invent this in time to go on the Chris Gethard show this Thursday. He did say it was live. I can probably run on camera with it. I'm just gonna have to pretend to be Skateboard Kenny... To get into the studio. 
Yo, dude, I'm in the show tonight. Skateboard Kenny. What do you mean I'm not on the list? Oh, that, that's harsh. Don't harsh my mellow, dude. Let me in. It's me, Skateboard Kenny, bro. I got my skateboard and everything. Right? Got any grindage in there? I'll do this Pauly Shore references. Right? Vaptriloquism. Oh, oh, there's people in here. Oh, my God. I didn't realize there were people in the studio. Did Pat really leave? Oh, Pat's there. He's back. You know what's interesting? When it's Mike and Pat and Dudio. Mike hates Dudio. Dudio hates Mike. Pat hates both of them. They both like Pat. But the, 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 the dynamics are clear. But now just Dudio and Pat. Very interesting. Suddenly the dance is not so, is not so smooth. There's some toes are being stepped on out there. Very interesting. Very interesting. Who's here in the studio? My friend Faye. You know her from WFMU, right? Do you want to say hi? Well, you're, you know, you're a, yeah, you're a DJ. I, Come on. I can't hear myself. There you go. Oh, there I am. You're talking to the mic's three feet from your head. I was you making a mic. funny joke. Okay. Okay. What's up, Faye? Um, not too much. Listening to the best show. Live. Oh, you mean tonight's episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that going yeah, for one. you? It's really funny. Oh, good. Yeah. Vaptriloquism. Like what do you think of that? That I seems like, think right? It's hilarious. If I had like a vape. Because what is it? It's like a, it's like about this big. We're not really sure. Like it looks like an MP3 player of some yeah. kind. You know. And then you just like, is there batteries in it? <laughs> right. Uh, as far as I know, hey, how Pat, else would it work? Come in. Come, is it? You think a vape place is open? Look, I'll go tomorrow. I'm not going to buy some late night vape thing. Yeah, no. What do you think? How much should I drop on the vape thing? Eleven hundred, eleven hundred dollars for starters. That seems a little, a little, like it's going a little much, right? It's probably starting a little high on that. What is this thing? Oh, you don't know. <laughs> look, this is what I'd like you to look up. Uh-huh. Look up vape triloquism and see if there, see if anybody's on that already. Okay. Look up vape. Look up vape triloquist, vape triloquism, and then. Then vape, best, best vape, vape thing, whatever they are. Look, I don't know. Again, I told you, I like ice cream cones. That was my vaping, right? Because they do. What's in your vape thing? Strawberry. Oh, they make an ice cream in that flavor, (laughs) right? Oh, what's it? What's in the thing? Oh, yeah, it's like uh, chocolate. Yeah, there's an ice cream in that flavor also. It's like they make ice cream in the same flavor that they make these vape things in. Yeah. Right? And, and enough places on the same highways that we drove our whole lives probably had that many ice cream parlors. Yeah, exactly. At one point, those were all ice cream parlors. Now they're all vape shacks. I'll say this. My poor friend Coop, 
I drive around. Every one of these vape places, I see they rip his devil thing off with the thing. Like, they just put that as their logo. It's like, that's not yours. That's his. I sent him pictures of this vape thing. He's like, yeah, tell me what else is new. Another, He's like, another vape place stealing one of my logos. The, the the that devil with the with the well they, they just think that they, they can just take that right yeah well they think they can just take what's this there's a there's a place on Staten Island a, a bagel place which has Fred Flintstone painted on the outside of it and like Barney Rubble but they they look so bad that they probably are exempt legally because they did such an awful job painting them that they could they could plausibly say we can cite six different six different elements that are different from Fred Flintstone on our caveman on our fun caveman outside. Yeah, and they're just we know about the bagel place on Staten Island on, on Highland Boulevard. Hey, had a Barbera coming down Highland Boulevard. Oh, is that Fred Flintstone? So, Faye. What's up? Not a whole, just doing the best show. Oh, sorry. It's an obvious question. I apologize. So, vaping. How does that fit in in your active uh, young person's life, vaping? I I never done it. I don't know. Um, when When I was a freshman in college, I... Smoked out of a hookah once. Okay. Oh, <laughs> very exotic. That's the closest experience mm-hmm. that I've had, I think. And what was that? Just water vapor? I Was it flavor? I'm not... Yeah, no, it, it was flavor of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, now mm. I don't remember. Okay. It's a very long time. Now, you do a show on WFMU on Sunday nights. Yes. It's called... It's called Hello Children with Faye. I'm yeah. Faye. And it's a fun show. Yeah. And you play a lot of music. Yeah. It's on four, five. Yeah, five. five to eight. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I listen to a lot of music over and over and over again. Actually, it makes it hard to plan a radio show because I just get stuck listening mm-hmm. to the same thing. Can't play the same songs mm-hmm. over and over on the radio. No. It's not a great show. Well, your show? Well, if you do that, I mean. Oh, if you do like that. Like playing a song over and over again is not a great show. But I've I've done that before. Well, you can do it with panache. Well, that's not, sweetie. Not everyone can do that. What's a song that you in your life, Faye, have played over and over? We've spent an entire day just playing it over and over. And why? Okay. Well, I have a lot of these because this is I get hooked on songs very easily. This is something that draws me to music is like hooks. I like mm-hmm. hooks. Um, okay. But, well, a few weeks ago, okay, I have, two came to mind immediately. A few weeks ago... It was Biking by Fred Ocean, okay. aforementioned. It's Frank Ocean, by the way. What? His name is Frank what? Ocean. Okay. But I'm glad I really beat the crowd on that. I think I think everyone was off of Randall's Island by the time I found my way off. Oh. I should have just stayed and listened. Yeah. Thing. Well, anyway. So you I, listened to Biking by yeah, Frank Ocean. I don't even know how to bike, really, very well. Um, but for some reason, that song is very, like, emotionally effective. Okay. But really, the more interesting one is last week, I was really, I had a day where I was really into the song, um, That's Just What You Are 
by Amy Mann. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Amy Mann, like, sings a lot about, like, friendships that I've had. And I was, like, thinking about this friend of mine that I was like, I'm never going to, this person's never going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I guess it's fine. I guess it's fine, though. So that, and, like, the way she, her, like, intonation of, like, she's like, I mean, I, I see you, I'm on to you, but, oh, well, I guess. It's like, she just captures that very well. And I wasn't, I could not get over it. Oh, man, I'm glad I don't have roommates right now, because it was really over and over and over again. It got in your head. Yeah. Well, that's the mark of a talented songwriter. Yeah. Right? She's a good one. She's exploring the human condition. Yeah. She's good at it. She is good at it. The best. You know what? She's not good at it. She's great at it. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. So you listen to those, and did they make you feel happier or more sad? Um, They made me feel validated. Okay. Makes me feel like somebody else gets it. Mm-hmm. They like, uh, somebody else has the same emotion that I have. Okay. And that makes me feel less alone. Sure. In the world. You know what I mean? I hear you. I'm looking at my things I've played over and over. Unrest. A lot of unrest songs. I've played a lot over through my life. What's that now, Pat? No hits for vape <laughs> No hits for vape triloquism. You know what? I am now declaring I am America's number one vape triloquist. And I'm tomorrow. I'm going to a vape store, and I'm picking out a vape or yes, whatever it is. And I'm going to his name is going to be Billy, and I'm going to start working on my act, my vape triloquism act. You know, Billy. Uh, a lot of these baseball players they have funny names these days. It's uh, be like or whatever a vape. I don't even know what sound it makes. I don't do that. But I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn, Pat. Look out, showbiz. And you know what? When I'm on America's Got Talent, and when... Who are the judges on that now? Chris Hardwick is a judge. Howie Mandel. Howie Howard Stern's not on it anymore. Scary Spice, I think, is on it. And when they say... Oh, you know who's on it? DJ Khaled. He's very talented. He, it's so great that he's on America's Got Talent because he's so talented. He's just like, his Rolodex is so talented. He knows all these talented, look, I'm not going off on this guy. All right. Thank you, Pat. Dudio? He left. What is every, where, where's everybody going? Where are they leaving to? They all have to move their cars. Move their cars. You want to know what song I've listened to? There's de- where there was bit days I've listened to over and over. Tell me. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, I guess it's your show. You ever hear that song uh, by We Five? You were on my mind. Oh. The song. I don't know. Play it. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> no, not that song. No, that's. No, not that song. Whoa! Stop. I do know that song. No, no, no. This is it's every day, bro. This is the instrumental bed for it's every day, bro. The song. Now I can't find it. 
So much. How about any songs by any other ones come to mind that have like, like if you were in an absolute crisis, is there a song you can go to that'll like, mm-hmm. I'll just listen to this song and it will help me? Okay. Well, there, I have, there are some songs that um, will calm me down in any okay. situation, no matter mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. There's this band called Life Without Buildings. Mm-hmm. You know that band? Yes. Yeah. They have a song called Sorrow. It's really long, mm-hmm. but it's very... I don't, I don't, it's very calming. It's like a sedative. I can listen to it at any time and I'll okay. just chill right out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, oh, there's a panda bear record mm-hmm. that was like a really old one called Young Prayer. And it's all like instrumental and very slow. And that, whenever I listen to anything from that record, I feel completely calmed. Like I listen to it at work if I'm frustrated or like mm-hmm. when I'm angry. Mm-hmm. I chill. I chill right out. It's sure. Pretty amazing. What about this song? Y'all, y'all can't handle this. Y'all don't know what's about to happen, baby. Team Ten, Los Angeles, Cali boy. But I'm from Ohio, the white boy. It's every day, bro, with the Disney Channel flow. Five mil on YouTube in six months. Never done before. Pass all the covers. It's very calming. It's my hero. Is it weird that my hero is 20 years old, that I have like a 20-year-old? What if I became totally obsessed with, Jake Paul, you're my favorite. It's like, wait, aren't you aren't you twice my age? A little more than twice your age, but it's super cool, man. Let's just hang out. Where should we go? The beach? Where do you want to go to Crunch Fitness? No. You don't sound like that. No, but I but you would. That's how I'll if you were to that him, guy. Though. Right. To him, right. I'll sound like, hey, what's going on, Jake Paul? <laughs> I started listening to that stupid U2 song. Mm-mm. You know song? No. Like, I can't stand U2. Right? Yeah. It's like, well, it's like, it's like, it's, it's like rock the- theater music in a way. Yeah. Right? But there's this one song. That stupid song, Walk On, oh. I kept listening to, and I was having a bad day, man. <laughs> yes, you I'm were. telling you. it was. That's how you know when the days are getting really bad, when suddenly you're just like, this song kind of sucks, and it's helping me. And it makes sense right yeah. now. Do you yes. have one like that? Oh, my God. I've, I'm sure I do. There has to be one like that um, where you're just like, no, I know this is not good. this is bad. I played it. I was explaining it to, to Terry, yeah. my wife, and she was like... And then I played it for her, and she's like, why, why did you? She was like, literally like, and why did that help you? I'm just like, it just did. Because it's about being in the middle of the dark, falling apart. It's been a very dark stretch for me. I understand. I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I feel like so much of my music is guilty pleasure music that I've just like assumed that it's all bad. You really think it's like guilty pleasure? You don't think that it's actually guilty Me? pleasure music? I listen to a lot of like silly pop music. But if you, but it's, but you like it. I do it's like got a it. Purpose? Yeah, it's not cool though. But what is what's cool? I don't know. It's is ABBA question. cool? I think ABBA is really. Yeah, I think cool. they're the coolest. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I guess people disagree with that. But there's people think they're yeah, the that's worst. That's weird though. Right? Yeah, I think that's weird. It's so obvious how good they are. I don't know how you would not see that. That's a mystery to there's me. There's been times I've listened to ABBA songs, like yeah. just the construction of them. I've listened to them for multiple reasons. Yeah. Like SOS. Oh, that's I can listen my favorite. To, but if you listen to it, you can listen to it the way they built it. Yeah. And you can't believe that a song was built the way this song is built. Listen to that already. You know how it's built. And that acoustic guitar is like the best recorded song I've ever heard. And then when something gets into like this, like this, this glam type thing, mm-hmm. right here. the best constructed music that's ever happened. People call it... Anybody calls that... Dismisses that as a dumb... They have no emotion. Yeah. I sing this at karaoke a lot. You do SOS at yeah. karaoke? Some people don't don't know that song. Who doesn't know that song? I know, it's crazy, but I do that song and with? people are like... They don't know what it is. It's they stressful. What it is. It's annoying. You know the song I did at karaoke? A couple weeks ago. Um, was it that System of a Down song? No, I don't do that one anymore. Oh, okay. Because I don't have a handle on it. I retired that one. Oh. Chop suey. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Wake really? up. Really? Wake up. Wake <laughs> up. I think you're doing it now. No, no, but it's not. Not when the words are actually rolling by. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did. Keeping the Faith by Billy Joel. Wow. You know that song? That's a choice, yeah. It was a choice. Look, they're all choices. I mean. They're all true. choices, that's man. That's true. Then I did uh, Interstate Love Song by Stone Temple Pilots. Oof. It's a good song. Yes. Then I did uh, Nearly Lost You by Screaming Trees. You know that song? You don't know that song. I don't know if I know that song. Well, you got the treat waiting for you then. I love looking forward to things. Yeah. And then my tour de force, though. Uh-huh. The Worst That Could Happen by Johnny Maestro and the Brooklyn Bridge. Whoa. Do you know that song? I don't know. <gasps> I probably do. I do. Do I know? Who are you talking to? You. <laughs> like, I don't know that. Do I? Wait, do I know that song? I do that a lot. That's all right. It's okay. You see things that other people don't see. It's fair. I think I just think things. Do you have conversations with yourself? I do all the time. There's yes. times when I'll just be like in the middle of the day, I'll just be like, Oh, shut up. <laughs> I, watch, I just watch you do it on ra- on the radio. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Oh, no, I do that. I know. You do it in here. I do it. I just, yeah. I, I just talk for 20 minutes straight. With two, and you're like, why do I do that? Yeah. I'm like, he's talking. No, to with WD's, days, I'll just be like, like, there's times I can walk around and I'll think of something that happened like when I was like seven. I'll just be like, oh, come on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If I think of something embarrassing, I have to say something out loud. Yeah. It's like a reflex. Come on. I'm like, oh, that. Oh, F you. Yeah. 
start cursing for a thing that that I don't even know if the people are alive anymore. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Best show. Uh hey hey Tom, how you doing, sir? I'm well. I'm here with with Faye, WFMU's own Faye. Hi. Star of What's up? Nothing. No, it's what what is it now? What's up? <laughs> with Faye? No. Hey kids. Yeah, that. Hey school kids? Uh, what is it? Don't worry about it. Okay. What's your name, sir? Uh this is Bucky from Peoria, Illinois. Bucky from Peoria, Illinois. What's going on tonight, Bucky? Uh well what's up, Faye? How are you how are you doing? I'm great. Nice to hear from you. Seems like I've been lost in Let's Remember. Right? You know that song. Well, I thought I was a Duke of Earl. You know that, right? That Billy Joel song? It's a good song. Off the top of my head, no, sir. Good and tomorrow ain't as bad as it seems. So go ahead. What were you calling about? Bucky, I'm sorry. Was that your was that your one one song day? Was that was that it? No, 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 no. They get worse though. They get worse when it's uh, when it's a bad day. They do get worse. That one would mean uh, that's if I if you hear me playing that song over and over again, help me. Like actually be like, all right, put put your hands on my shoulders and like walk me away from whatever I'm playing it on <laughs> and put me just right into bed and be like. We'll just start with tomorrow, okay? We're just gonna we're just gonna pull the plug on today and say they all can't be the thing. Well, we'll th- tomorrow will be a better. Right, do you have a song? Give you a little shake. No. Uh, yes, shake. sir, I do. Um, no, I'm sorry. I I don't mean violently, just in, in a gentle, uh, kind, friendly way. Kind shake. No, that's not a. So go ahead. What what do you got, Chief? Uh, well, for, first of all, I mean, your, your, uh, comprehensive knowledge of Billy Joel songs never fails to amaze me. Um, no, but I, my, I uh, my choice. I didn't play that junk. I heard it all my life. Well, the fact that you're still here and, and enduring, I, I'm amazed every day. Oh, every day. Say. So what song do you listen to? What's your one song, uh, Bucky? It's not my one, one song, but it, yeah. it, I keep coming back to it and it's, I sort of associate it with a certain time in my life, yeah. um, but it's it's a it's a ska song, and I know ska is not really your thing, and it's not really my thing either. But it's uh, oh, it's I'm... Dear Sergio by Catch Twenty Two. It's not. I don't know that one. <laughs> I know that. Um, so when <laughs> when I brought it up on when when Pat answered the phone, he called it a modern classic. Um, I don't know how much stock you put in, in Pat's opinions. Um, Pat's on probation but now, I, I should just say. <laughs> Pat's now on probation. Oh, look, Dear Sergio. It's good. Dear Sergio by Catch-22. Okay, it's, I'll check it's it out. classic third-wave ska punk. It's very very much ska punk, but it, uh-huh. it's, it's helped me through some times. Good. Um, look, I'll say this. As long as it helps you, that's all that matters. You find these things and they're your friend. How many times do you think I've played Bridge Over Troubled Water? Don't Give Up by Peter Gabriel and Kate Bush playing Walking Around sure. Bawling My Eyes Out. Sure. You ever hear that song? No. It... No? 
Uh, no, I'm I'm familiar with that song, yeah. yes, sir. That part when she goes, "You worry too much," and I'm just like, "I do," and then I'm just like, <laughs> "Gets me every." You never know what's going to strike you in that yeah, that specific like, kind of way at that time. I know this was coming. I know this song. I've heard it a million times. Thank you, Bucky. It's a great call. Enjoy, uh, Thank you, Tom. Sergio. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the best show. Hi. Hi. Hello. Yes. Hi. Hello. To whom, whom am I? To whom am I speaking? Hi, Tom. It's Geneva. Oh my goodness, Geneva from the. Do you DC. remember me? <laughs> I don't remember you from the capital, the nation's capital. Yes, this, I'm still there. I'm still there. And hi, Faye, my hi. internet friend. Hi. <laughs> this is the have, first time we've ever like spoken. Do you have <laughs> a song, Faye? Uh, not Faye, Geneva. That's a, a thing, like a a a, a, a a song, a one song that you've played over and over to get you out of the hole you're in, or to make you happy, or to make you mad. Yeah. Well, I, I have. I had. You, like everybody else is calling up with too tonight. Um, but uh, you, I, I, I was going to call tonight, and then right as I got on hold, I heard you way earlier in the show <laughs> talking about big eyes. And I was actually going to call in and say, like, there's a song by them uh, called Behind Your Eyes that for some reason for the last, like, few months I've been listening to like crazy. And uh, I don't really know why. It's like a kind of like a power pop song. But it kind of, it, it's like a, you know, it's a really upbeat song, but it also kind of, like, I have ADD, so it kind of, like, weirdly <laughs> focuses me mm-hmm. <laughs> in this weird way um, when I listen to it. And it's like, it's like a weird craving. I, like, can't get enough of it. And on that same, you know, uh, on the same level, there's uh, a pop song that I feel like really hits, uh, this is my second song. I feel like it really hits the uh, ooey-gooey center of my brain because uh, it's so sugary, and that is uh, the Australian queen Kylie Minogue mm-hmm. has a song called In In My Arms, and it's just great <laughs> if you uh, happen to be in, like, a, a mood for some pop music. I like Kylie Minogue. <laughs> What's your favorite movie um, she was in? Moulin Rouge. She yeah, played the sure. Green Fairy. Yes. <laughs> um, I was actually going to ask you: Do you ever get something get so hooked on a song, and, and maybe something gets stuck in your head for so long that you mm-hmm. actually start to worry? Like, for example, I had TLC's No Scrubs stuck in my head for three months. And I really considered, like, maybe going to get it checked out. Like, is this the real problem with my brain? Because <laughs> I can't shake this song <laughs> every day. Well, three months, it seems a little worrisome. I, yeah. Three months, you'd be a little worried. When I was a kid, for, like, years, I had this Detroit radio station jingle stuck in my head. For, like, oh, years. years. It's just the, the WWJ the like jingle i don't know i thought i i didn't it was just always playing in the back of my head um i don't know why i don't i didn't really think there i know it never occurred to me that there could be something wrong with me though so maybe that's a surefire (laughs) sign that 
There is, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, so don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you're so you're you're, you're, like, you're clear. Yeah, don't I think it's kind of keeping me up at night. <laughs> well, if you're still hearing it, then I don't know. Maybe you're being gaslit. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody might be playing it to drive you mad. I maybe yeah. <laughs> I could see that happening. <laughs> Look, that's a, that's a good. Um, I'm going to check out. The thing by the big eyes. That sounds good. Because they're all oh, yeah. for, they're playing the whole, with uh, Sweet Knives, who I played earlier. The whole album is so good. The one that came out last year in 2016. I love it. It's so good. Um, I will also uh, say, the only thing I know about Jake Paul is that a couple weeks ago, I just kept seeing, like, I saw like 10 articles in one day that said he was, like, terrorizing an L.A. neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, he was terrorizing. And that was the first time I heard of him. Look, he's cool. I wish they'd lay (laughs) off him. I don't know why everybody gets bent out of shape just because he is renting a house in a neighborhood and is turn (laughs) and gave the address out online so that there's now dozens of children who want to meet him clogging the streets at all hours. I don't know why that's a bad thing. And then he rides a, a motorbike up and down the street and sets fires. I don't know why people are so down. Why don't they just let this guy be? Will you go check it out when you're in L.A.? You know what? When I, this is what I'm going to do. Next time I'm in L.A., I roll down that street. I see in my Lambo. I'm going to rent a Lambo. <laughs> the airport. That'd be great. You got to Drive my Lambo to his house. Then I'll just say, it's every day, bro, to Jake Paul. He's cool. And I think he's going to have a long career. I think him playing Dirk on Bizarre Vark is just the, the just scratching the surface. I think he's got so many other roles ahead of us. And I look forward to the day when Logan Paul is on stage at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion and he opens the envelope and he says, and the award for best actor goes to get up here, my brother. He brings his own brother up, right? Yeah. And then Jake Paul gets on stage at the Oscars and goes, Team It's every day, bro. Link in the bio. Right? He goes, got merch. Link in bio. <laughs> He's the first person to yeah. mention Link in bio on an award show. Mm. All right, Jimmy. I keep getting his. I got every oh, line. Okay. Yeah. I got every line lit up. Yes, you should. Every line. Oh, I'll go. Up. Look. Thanks. All right, you have a great have night. A Thanks night. for calling. Night. You know what's the song I listen to? Which one? A bunch. You'll know this one. Right. Yeah, I know this one pretty well. You ever listen to this song a lot? Yeah. Like a maniac. I remember when this came out, I did that. Another sunny day, I met you up in the garden. Right? Yeah. Could you cry if you listened to a Bell and Sebastian song intensely enough? Oh my god, as if I haven't. <laughs> like, what would it take to get you to cry? Not, not that I'm gonna start playing a song to make no. you cry, but are there songs that you could play that suddenly you just would be like, yeah. I can make myself cry listening to this song. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a song by, there's this, 
song that's called this is the most self-serving thing in the world there's a song that's called Faye by a band called Poe that's like this very very uh, very twee band and it Mm. is so so sad and it's about this girl who like loses her mind or something it's like very very sad and everyone's lost their friend Faye Mm -hmm. and that is just like it's just like that's my I'm sad day. Because when you listen to that song, you're just like, it's like yeah, it's you, me. You're all gonna lose me, I'm and I'm gonna be sad. gone, and none of you bums are gonna exactly realize what you had when I was here. Yes, exactly. Right? Is that how you feel? Oh my! So it's God. a revenge song for you then. Yeah, it the sad song is like I'm gonna be dead, and all of you are yeah, gonna you're be gonna like, miss. You're gonna be yeah. the one singing this song because you missed your friend Faye. Yeah, it's horrible. I don't recommend listening to it. It's very sad. I do now, Poe. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's hard to search for because it's like one syllable words. Oh, people can find it. <laughs> yeah. It is on YouTube. Um. Best Show. Hi. Hi, Tom. Yes, hi. Welcome to the Best Show. To whom am I speaking? This is James from Chicago. James from Chicago. What's up, James? You got something for the topic? I did. I had a song that I had just recently been listening to over and over and over again. And what um, was that? It is If There Is Something by Roxy Music. If There Is Something, why am I not placing that song? What album's that on? I don't know. It reminds me of The Grateful Dead, because I had just gone to see The Dead, and when I've heard this song, it makes me think of Roxy Music's take on The Grateful Dead. It's kind of hokey. Yeah. And you've listened to it over and over? Today, yes. Today you did it? Yes. All right. Look, I get it. I get it. Did it help you? Grateful Dead. Did it help you? It did. It did. Help me a lot. Good. Best show, hi. Hi there. How are you? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? This is Alex. Alex, welcome to the best show. I'm here with my friend Faye. Hi, Faye. Hi. Hi there. Hey, uh, Tom, is um, Ellie Kemper still a friend of the best show? Well, no, I'm not kidding. Of course she is. Well, I was thinking what do you that. Think, a you fight with ask... everybody? Oh, that's charming. There's like no, no, people no, no. I don't get along with. It. Is she still a friend or are you fighting with her just like the <laughs> other two people we know about? Oh, boys, yeah. fight with everybody. We were talking about those FMU DJs you're fighting with. I'm not getting fighting a little with nervous. They here. look at me and they hate I'm me. Sorry. Didn't you challenge Brian Turner to a fight? No, I love Brian Turner. Challenge. No, wasn't there that episode where you said that you beat up was an all of the DJs? I, said I could beat up every FMU DJ. Sure, that was 15 okay. years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. It still stands. It's good. Yeah, I could thrash every one of those DJs at that place. Okay, that's enough. But I'm not that. gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. I look. I'll say this first of all. I support WFMU in every. I probably donate more money to that dumb place and. It did 99% of the people listening this year, I probably did. I'm sorry I said anything. I really am. The look I get from these DJs. Okay. So what what song do you have now? Now you got me in a bad mood. Get off the phone. I don't no, care what sorry, song that's you have. my fault. I'm no, sorry. it's not. No, it's his fault. He's the Weisenheimer. <laughs> Best show, hi, welcome. Hi, Tom. Yes, hi, welcome. Hi, and say hello as well. Hi. So what song do you have, my friend, that you listen to over and over? Uh, well, just a lot. I really love that this is a topic. I do this all the time. Yeah. 
But I think the one that I've just been doing lately uh, is Peace Frog by The Doors. Okay. And what, why are you doing that? You're trying to drive yourself insane? <laughs> is it just hypnotic and you're hooked and you can't stop? Well, there's that. And, like, it just keeps repeating into itself, almost like it becomes one giant song. Are you just waiting for it to get good? Is that why you keep listening to it over and over again? Uh, it's actually, it, uh, I live in Chicago, but I'm from, like, the New Haven area. So it's like, okay. it's a lot of, whenever I feel homesick, ah, I put you're it on. one of these New Haven Doors fans. What? They're, because you're like, I live in Chicago, but I'm from New Haven. It's like, oh, okay, that explains your love of the Doors. What? Look. Well, you know, they, they say New Haven in the song, so like, oh, uh, okay, you classic know what? rock stations. I stand in New Haven just like played it to death. I stand corrected. You're right, I'm wrong. I get yeah, it. He got arrested. Jim got a uh, Jim Morrison got arrested there. Uh I think it was naked someplace. All right. Well thank you. That's a good one. Bye. You know that great rhyme when you're just like, yeah, I'm talking about you because you're begging for attention. You know how you rhymes with the word I attention? that, yeah. Yeah, look. I never thought of that one before. It's not a great rapper. Well. Maybe the best line I've ever heard in any song ever. This guy's British, this guy, and he said, England is my city. <laughs> <laughs> he really sounds like he's reading. Like squinting and reading. Just f- think about that for a second. <laughs> England is my city. It's like, let that sink in. He's declaring to everybody, hey, England is my city. Do you have one, Pat? I do. What do you have? What does that, what did that say? Is that on line one? Yes. Okay. I'll take it. Um, Jake Paul, it's every day, bro. Not that, but. Help me help you, Logan Paul. Hmm. Ohio fried chicken, Jake Paul. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I started a new job pretty recently. Okay. And my boss, pretty much every day, like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plays Danny California, by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Another karaoke song I've done. He'll he'll play it Mickey over and over again. Mississippi, right? And he'll play it just on like a, a YouTube playlist, so then mm-hmm. it'll start playing all their other popular sure. music videos and, and a commercial every once in a while. And a commercial every Somebody once in a while. Thing for Quicken Loans. Yeah, and today was no different. <laughs> and I thought of it, uh, so now I know yeah, a lot Scott's of Danny. Long care. So you hear like Danny California, mm-hmm. Airplane. Yep. Scott's uh, Weed Killer. Californication. Californication. 
Quicken Loans. Wix. Wix, yeah. <laughs> and then Under the Bridge Live on Saturday Night Live. Exactly. Or something. Not not even SNL. Cause the, you know. But what's the one you choose, Pat? What's one you choose? Not one you're haunted yeah, by that I some know. other dunce chose. Th- you're, you're ready for with one, right? Yeah, you go ahead, dude. Let's hear Duty yeah, on that. So uh, this goes back to when I was eight years old, and my mom used to take me bowling every Sunday with all of her coworkers at the orthopedic office that she worked at. Uh, the place was called. Already the saddest story. <laughs> this place was called Leisure Lanes in Pulaski, Virginia. Now it just got sad. It got <laughs> really it sad. Did. And for a string of just weekends, while she bowled. I would honestly, as an eight-year-old child, be over at the jukebox repeating UB40's cover of Red Red Wine mm-hmm. yeah. over and over and crying, just bawling oh, my God. eyes out. Oh, that is... And it still gets me. It's like, I if I hear it today, I still have to oh, listen to it God. a few times to cycle out whatever was happening to <laughs> oh, me as an eight-year-old. Oh, oh Jason. <laughs> oh, Jason. Yeah, I know. Jeez. I know. The owners would always give me weird looks. From just being over yeah. at the jukebox. <laughs> and were they... So let's just think about this picture. Yeah. It's a bleak picture. It's a bowling alley. Yes. Like a really run-down one. Really like one It shouldn't be operating. Yeah, yeah. Really Barely operational bowling yeah. alley. There's a, a little boy in the corner. Yes. Bawling his eyes out. Bawling his eyes out. <laughs> playing red, red wine over and over again. There's something so inherently sad in the song to me. I'm not sure what it is. No one else feels it. I'm the only one in the world. So, you, well, you and uh, and Neil Diamond and the singer Ollie uh, yeah. uh, Grainer. Yeah. That, who's the singer? Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. So, you guys would... No, that's an act. That's the woman from. Uh, she's on. Uh, I'm dying up here, Ollie Grainer. No, oh, who's the person from you? So you were, you were, ball- my oh my, bawling your eyes out, listening, bawling my eyes out, and, and getting the dirtiest looks from and the look, owners. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to besmirch your mother no. in any way. Was she ever? Was anybody just ever like? Hey, maybe you want to get your kid away from the jukebox. <laughs> no, one ever, no one ever questioned it. They let it. I was the one that cut it off. Yeah. Who keeps giving that kid quarters? You know, I, I literally, I would save up all of my quarters throughout the week, go in with a handful, and I would play it at least probably 15 times in a row. Just to experience emotion. Yeah. I mean, I think at that point in time, let's see, I was eight, so this was 1986. Okay. Um, well, Jason, or maybe I wasn't eight. I'm not sure. What I'm if not I totally said sure, to you but... right now? Red, <laughs> See, red it got wine. me, man. It but got me right Diamond in my heart. Version. Red, not... red wine. That one doesn't do it. Stay close to me. <laughs> Don't ever let me be. It's got to have that that the, reggae that, sound. That, that reggae lilt. Yeah. yeah. There's some repetition uh, themes that are reoccurring in your childhood. Yeah. Like Batman Hi, Claire, movie. Hang on. Where you, yeah. where you saw it how many yeah. times? 38. Yeah. And then Red Red Wine, you said 16? About you, 15 times. Do you know about time. the Jason? No, yes, I've heard Yeah, this. he yeah. saw the Batman movie. Do you know this, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how does it make you feel when I say to people, like, do you know that Jason? They're like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that. It's not like, a bad thing. I'm, I'm proud look, of seeing it at 38, 38 times. You should be. 
You know? God bless you. See you another 38. I will. I'll do it. Hi, Besha. Welcome. Hi, is this Tom? It is Tom. To whom am this I speaking? This is Claire O'Kane in Brooklyn, New York, USA. It's Claire O'Kane, national touring comedian Claire O'Kane. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are you, Claire? You're here with me and Faye and Dan. Do you want to say hi, Dan? Hey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Dan and I go way back. Uh, Dan got me into a uh, Ghostface Killer concert at Rutgers because he was a student and I was an old wow. guy. Wow. <laughs> and uh, that was something else. <laughs> uh-huh. You're probably as old as Ghostface, I would say. Right? Oh, who's keeping score at this point? I The one thing, I was not a student at Rutgers. I couldn't sure, get sure. into Rutgers when I was eligible to be a student there. <laughs> I was not very smart. But, but you went now. to the Jim Norton School of yeah. Hard Knocks. Middlesex County College, me, Jim mm-hmm. Norton, an alleged bomber, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the kid from, what was it, from the kid from uh, from Who's the Boss, maybe, or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someday I'll show you all my Middlesex County College. I'll do a tour. <laughs> So, Claire O'Kane, how are you? Yes. I'm good. I'm eating, what am I eating, uh, a gyro? Maybe the best gyro I've ever had. A lot of Greek food. I had a long day at the beach today, so we're just winding down. A long day at the <laughs> beach because you're, you're, uh, you're keeping busy. I see you did a, you're doing a, you did a show last week, right? <laughs> Yeah, and now you got another one week. coming up because you're a working comedian. You're out there. You're you're, you're part of the 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 brick wall brotherhood now, right? Yeah, I'm touching the wall. Yeah, yeah. I heard a rumor Uh-oh. that you are maybe in the running to be the next Sandman Sims. Hmm. Like for what? Showtime at the Apollo. And you'll come sweep people off the stage. Can you imagine what that would feel like to literally bomb on? Yeah, it's bad enough you're bombing. The audience is going, boo, that's not enough. And then suddenly (laughs) a guy has to come literally with a broom and sweep you off the stage. As if no one got the message that this was over. You're trash. Yeah, a siren goes off. (laughs) Your mic goes dead, a siren goes off, and he comes out with a broom, a push broom. (laughs) Now, Clara Kane, you know music, and look, I'll say this. I've made, I make fun of these, uh, these comedians. I watch the, what they, the things they, the music references they make. Some of these comedians, they got the worst taste you, you ever heard in music. You know what I'm Who are, talking about. What references are they making? Who's making music like, references? There's these people, they'll just be like, uh, boy, everybody should check out the uh, uh, this Lumineers uh, bootleg. Good stuff. <laughs> I like to get pumped up backstage to uh, Mumford & Sons. This is good. Yikes. But look, you know the good, I know you know the good stuff. I know, and it haunts you when I make fun of comedians with bad... Musical taste. 
It does. It makes me nervous. Yes, I know it, it does. Because every time I say it, I see some sort of tweet from you just saying, not, <laughs> not me. You're not talking no. about me, right? No, I'm one of the good ones. But you know what? You are. You get it. You get it. Yeah, you know. I've but been around. Is there a song you play over and over and over? I was talking to my boyfriend about this before I called, and he was like, can you think of a, a song that's not as boring? He's like, I don't think I can. But it's a... Lately, I've been listening to... And for the past five years, I've listened to Ain't Got No by Nina Simone, which is just... I didn't say small, small. Don't put words in my mouth. He's eating the euro behind me. Uh, and I, it's from Hair, I think. Yeah. I think she covers this. Yeah, Ain't Got No from Hair, and it's really... It gets me every time. I had a day with that song a couple weeks ago, too. It's so good. It's so good. It just good. makes you feel uh, a lot all at once. And you just feel it. That's good. That's all I have to say about that. Okay, that's good. Look. Yeah. For me, the 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 worst shape I'm in, I find worse songs, I think. For yeah, me, totally. For, they make me feel better. Like, like, I listen to that new Radical song a whole lot sometimes, right? Which one's that? Which one? Oh, which new radical song? Let me think. Let me think. Which which one of their hits would I play over? You know that one new radical song that was a hit. You know with the one. Don't give up. Is that the music video where they're in the mall or whatever? Yes, they're at the Staten Island Mall. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's funny. The Staten Island Mall was taken over. It's like new radicals and impractical jokers. <laughs> Have have kept those that mall on Staten Island in business. So and probably a Panda Express. And a Panda Express. Look, they're doing all right. You know, it's, isn't it always weird? This Panda Express. I went in a Panda Express a couple weeks ago when they try to update and they try to make it's like, look, this is not classy. <laughs> this food's not good. <laughs> you don't have to put fancy signs and make it look like it's elegant dining. It's it's super sweaty <laughs> grease grease laden food. If if maybe the food will be a dollar cheaper, don't you don't have to put the money into the signs. <laughs> the same of PF Chang's, all right. Yeah, exactly. I'm not falling yeah. for that. I'm not gonna mistake where at wait, am I at PF Chang's or or <laughs> Oh no, wait, this is Panda Express. How did I not notice that, uh, oh, one difference is that you don't go up to a counter at P.F. Chang's and order, and you either can get two or three of whatever, whatever you want. You just go, I'll have two of them or I'll have three of them. And then you tell them, and then they'll go, you know, this is a dollar more, uh, this one here. And they make sure you can swing it. Like, just let you know the shrimp, that's a dollar more. Yeah, I can handle it. Yeah, of course, you're at the mall. You this, can handle this is everything. My, this is my act. This is my stand-up. What do you think? I gotta about, say, I'm uh, sweeping you off. I'm sorry. No! You know it's not gonna get swept off, and you, you're gonna end up opening for me, and every one of you <laughs> is gonna be open. Louis C.K. is gonna be opening for me when I get my vape-triloquism thing going. <laughs> I'm telling you. That is the greatest idea I've ever had, Vape Triloquist. 
I just have to go get a vape thing. I don't know what what are they called? Little vape boxes or something? What do you call it? You vape, Claire. No, cool. I don't. Oh no. You're cool. No, I'm not that cool. You well, get just a vape pen. A vape pen. pen. They call it a pen. Okay. Well, right? Guess where yeah. I'm going. You see, no one knows. That's whole thing. Like you're know. like, it's called a vape pen, right? Like you, you're still not entirely sure what it's called. <laughs> but when I, when when you're when we're both at the comedy uh, cellar, yeah, you're you you you're gonna wish that you were on that follow. You were gonna wish you were following Jerry Seinfeld instead of me doing my vape triloquism. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's going to worry if he has to go up after me with the vape yeah. quizum. <laughs> he doesn't have anything modern or relevant enough to talk about. Yeah. You're more you're more relevant than Jerry Seinfeld now. Yeah, ready. Just with the vape alone. Well, I'm not, but when I have my vape trilogy. Oh, no, yeah, I'm saying your vape trilogy. Thank you, Clay. Of course. Look, I mean, we're splitting hairs here. Um, well, look, let, let, let me know what's up. Come by and hang out. It's always fun, and uh, I, I, I am uh, fortunate enough to call you friend. Uh, as am I. Uh, likewise. All right. Well, thank, thank you. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Night. Just imagine you're having the worst day of your life, and oh, then you're no. playing this over and over. I feel better. Brian? This song actually reminds me of you too. Yeah, sounds like okay. Well, just checking. Sounds like a good you too. Imagine me at karaoke doing this song. I feel like you. I feel like I remember you talking about this. Yeah, because this is an evergreen. When the yeah. room's dead, I'll break out one of these chestnuts. It's a good one. It's a crowd pleaser. It is. Yeah. You've never done karaoke with me, right? You've never. No, I'm very upset about it, but I wasn't going to say anything. I don't see you call ringing my phone. Okay. I, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I feel like a montage is happening right now. You made fun of Hanson. I'm impressed. Another good karaoke song. Whole whole songs are oh, good for karaoke. That's true. Yeah. Or as I we call it's good Nirvana. Ooh. Right. I've never heard that. Well, I just made that up. I get it one. though. Yeah. She's better than him. That's true. That brave band Nirvana. Yeah. Where he's like, he's like, we're gonna do what we want now. We sold 20 million albums. I don't know about this production. We're sorry. We'll change it. Let's get the guy who did the REM record to clean it up. I don't know why I'm doing that voice for him. Oh, my God. Beshow, hi. Hi, this is Becca from Cumberland, British Columbia. Becca? Yeah. From British Columbia, which is in Canada. It certainly is. What's going on, Becca? Well, British Columbia is mostly on fire right now. Really? It's very hot and dry, and yeah, we're having a big wildfire problem. Oh, no. And so, yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. So there's 
smoke in the air in a lot of places. Well, I hope everybody is safe there. I, I uh, have many friends in Canada. It's, it's, well, yeah, most, there's been evacuations, but oh, things no. are cool. And where I am is barely affected, so the smoke coming into the air now, sort of a reality check of what it's like for other people. Mm-hmm. But mostly I was calling because I had one for the topic. What do you have? Um, uh, we Won't Stop by Miley Cyrus. And that song helps you out when you're feeling... Like garbage. Yeah, when you feel garbage, it makes you feel like you can keep going? Yes. And do you, and, have, do you yeah. listen to it over I, I and over again? I was inspired by... Pardon me? And you listen yeah, to it over, over and, over. and over again. Yes. Definitely. I was kind of inspired by, uh, say, with some of her... Opening up about guilty pleasure, so I wanted to call in and say that. Okay. And thank you for thank also you. being there for us always on Tuesday nights. Cause oh, that's sweet of you to say. Sometimes we need it, back. and I well, had a respite, and now I'm good. Well, if you need a friend on a Sunday, you should check out Faye's show. I think I will. Aww. And hi, Faye, I think you sound... Anyway, I think you're cool, man. Oh, thanks. thanks. Thank you. you have a great night. Thanks, guys. You Bye. too. Cool. Bye. What about this song, Faye? Yeah, and which Dan, one? To a lesser extent. <laughs> <laughs> if you're sad. Okay, I'm imagining. How would this song make you feel? feel like I would feel free. It would make you feel, would it make you feel free or make you feel like, like... Oh. I don't know, it's a little like goofy. Goofy? Robert Wyatt. I know who it is. Singing from a wheelchair. Actually, I was thinking of a uh, soft machine song earlier. What song? Um, well, a, cer- a Certain Kind. Oh, that's a good song. I, I love that song. Yeah. I have had days where I listen to that over and over and over again. It's like a very subtle mm-hmm. love song, and uh, it's very effective. Yes. I love that song. Yeah. Ooh. I can see this day in my mind now. That's a hero of mine, Robert Wyatt. Yeah. He's a good hero. They didn't want him on top of the pops. Do you know about that? No, I don't know that story. He was in a wheelchair because he got paralyzed. Huh? And then he had a hit. He actually had a hit with uh, his cover of I'm a Believer. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear that? Yes. And then when you have like when you have a hit on the, the charts, everybody goes on top of the pops. But they didn't want him on because he's in a wheelchair. They thought it was they thought it was un, untoward to have a guy on a thing. In what a year was this? It was like seventy four, probably. Wow, the world and was close minded then, right? But then 
all you do is hold on. Now you look at this, and it's the greatest thing you've ever seen. Now, 15 years before all of that, Robert Wyatt. He's on top of the pops. Greatest thing ever. He's an all-time oh hero. He's the best. That made me feel great. Yes. All right. You know what made me feel great is you coming and being my guest on the show. And Thanks for having out. me. Sheesh. I'm no famous person. Oh, stop. I mean, I'm not. Yet. Look out. That, was a, that sounded like a challenge. <laughs> Look, it's always a joy when you come by and Thanks, hang Tom. out. Because you're always super... Fun and funny, and one of my favorite people. Oh, thank you so and much. And Dan, it's so good to see you again. I haven't seen you in a while. It's been about ten years since I saw you. I saw you one time before that. I saw no, you a few times it's been a before few times. that. Yeah, <laughs> when we were at that Ghostface Killer concert, you, a nineteen-year-old Rutgers student, me, not that. <laughs> I wouldn't get into Rutgers either. Oh, you would. I would not that. have. Come on. I would not Where'd have. Where'd you go? You went to FICA. Uh, I went oh, to no, RIS. I went to RISD. FICA is a, a thing on a tax form. Yeah, that's like, isn't that like. <laughs> yeah. No, you went to. <laughs> that's like how you apply you to get a scholarship to, yeah. to go to you school. You went to RISD. Yes. <laughs> but FICA. I did apply for that in yes. order to go there. Yeah. Um, but I did not get into any other school that was not an art school. Um, because I was not smart enough. Yeah. I did not get into Columbia or NYU. So, so it's a sad state of affairs where you're the fancy guy I mean, with that just... highfalutin Rutgers diploma. <laughs> I mean, my school is a lot cheaper, I got to say. Yeah, look, not more cheaper than my school. <laughs> I got a full ride. Oh, wow. No big deal. Yeah, right. I guess some Shout people out to cheering that out person. There yeah. For the full ride to RISD. Teaching you how to draw hands and <laughs> I do love drawing hands. That's true. I like the challenge. Why the cartoon characters only have four fingers often? Is it because it's it's quicker to animate? I think so. It's, Is that yeah, all? it's less. But nobody saw that as a as a larger issue. The idea it's like no, no, no it's practical. Uh huh. It's pure practicality. But nobody saw that it could be upsetting to children. The idea of like was that upsetting? Well, yeah, that that. <laughs> People are on um, walking around like humans, but they have four fingers. I will say cartoons were pretty creepy when they started having cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, but as when I was a kid, I was afraid of live action. Mm-hmm. I could only watch cartoons, and here well, I am, that's a an whole animator. Can of worms. Yeah. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're, this is past. Our yeah. Bedtime. So you were scared of. But, uh, the yeah. The real world. Yeah. But I like, so the four fingers, the absolutely yeah. fine. Least of my concerns. What scared you in live action? It seemed like it was for adults. Uh huh. Like I wouldn't, I wasn't supposed to watch it. Mm. Something bad was going to happen. Yeah. Um, something bad was, I was going to get in trouble for watching it. Um, I was going to watch someone get sick 
or something. I don't know. It would seem very scary. It just seemed very scary. All right. We don't have time for this. this is, <laughs> you asked. I did ask. Look, it's on me. I asked. But this we do not have time for. The idea that someone would I just would think it's a fun sick. anecdote. I didn't think it was a deeper thing. I'm going to bring Jason in to tell me that red, red wine story to cheer me up. <laughs> I love that story. After that oh, no. one. It's not sad. I'm not sad. Oh, no. You just didn't want to see actual people because you're worried you're going to get yelled at or <laughs> someone true. was going to get sick. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We're um, in the fast lane I'm right okay now. now, though. Of course you are. We're all okay. We're all just doing great. No, everybody's messed up. Don't worry. Yeah, You're fine. Worried. Everybody's fine. Thank you, everybody, for listening to The Best Show. I appreciate it. I had fun tonight. I want you all to know. The show will be back next week. We're going to have a good time next week. Maybe spe- a super special show next week. I don't know. I'm waiting to see what happens. Lining things up. Could be one for the record books. I don't know. We'll see. But seriously. Don't get hung up on Twitter. I've been off for a week. I'm telling you. These things are optional in life. You're allowed to check out. You're allowed to, you don't have to feel like these, this, any of these things are mandatory. Twitter is not mandatory. Social media is not mandatory. Picking up your cell phone is not mandatory. You make your peace with it. You find what works for you and what strikes the balance of being responsible. But you don't have to be all in. Everybody's head hurts now. You're allowed to put your head on a block of ice and take a step away from it. I'm serious. You might think I'm joking. I'm not joking. You're allowed. So don't be afraid to step away if you need to step away. Give yourself permission. Bye.